Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill has been a proud home of Blues fans in St. Louis since 1990. And Hot Shots is an official partner of your St. Louis Blues. Swing by any of their 10 area locations tonight for the best blues party in town. And don't forget about Blues Ticket Tuesday with your chance to score a pair of blues tickets at every Hot Shots location during every Tuesday Blues game this season. Get details, see all the specials, and find a Hot Shots near you at hotshotsbar.com slash blues. Pseudo Show Podcast. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey, good morning, everybody. I was uh, using the potty right before the right before the show here, and. Uh, Mid mid going, I said, "Oh boy, I forgot to put in the Charles Glenn anthem." Uh oh! If I don't do that, they're gonna lose tonight. So made it. Oof. Charles Glenn saying the anthem for us, uh, for us this morning. We're so good. everything's good. Now it's in the hands of the players. Well, if you We've notice, done what we can. If you notice, uh, so the two wins on the road, we played the anthem prior to them winning. You know what happened on Sunday when they lost? No anthem. We didn't play it. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> hope you're right. I hope you're right, bro. Got a late game tonight, huh? Eight thirty start. Oh yeah. Ooh. And that probably that 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 probably means the puck's not going to drop until about eight forty, eight forty five. Yeah, it'll be it'll be eight forty ish. Wow. Eight thirty is when like the uh, the TV broadcast officially goes live. So then you're thinking probably like anthem around eight thirty, and then there's two anthems because they're from America's Hat. Two anthems and you know pregame chatter. We're not we're not dropping the puck until that's close to eleven thirty, eight forty five, probably. Yeah, but Bet- anywhere between eight forty five and eleven thirty. Yeah, exactly. The puck will drop. <laughs> Gonna be a late one. And Tony already looks like he's stoned. Yep, my eyes are on fire. Somebody got to take a picture of those eyes. My God. I can't even wear my glasses right now. <laughs> did you get my, your? Did you get something for all the? Yeah, it's all, all sitting right on my counter that I walked right by this morning and left. This is like day seventy four. Would you smoke this. dope before you got on the <laughs> You're air? You're a doper. I guess I what I did? You're a drug You smoke some, <laughs> some drugs? I was I was, <laughs> oh, I was smoking drugs on my way into work today. So 
Dude, the most noticeable thing is n- not only, you know, are they red and your eyelids are can just, you know, completely outlined in red. You have to have your eyebrows on the middle in the middle of your forehead just to keep your eyes open. Yeah. He's like And they're watering. If I don't do that and I just let them go, they they honestly start to shut. Like, and I have to, like, pry them over. If I were a police officer and I pulled you over, I would immediately think you have weed in the car. Yep. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. get out. I'd say, come on, Snoop Dogg. We're going to check the car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Willie, get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right there, Tommy Chong. Get out. They're so Time bad. for a cavity I, search. I mean, I can't even see your glasses on your head right now. I don't have so them bad. on, Jeff. Oh. <laughs> 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 They're actually, believe it or not, they feel a hundred times better than when we were in that when we were in our office. Oh yeah, a so hundred times. So you're better. allergic to one of them. Mm. Be me. Be me. I showered. <laughs> I showered last I night. I showered. What do you do? It's covered in dander. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, Moon and King Scott, you didn't hear what happened after the show yesterday. Uh oh. Oh, what happened? Right after the oh, show yesterday. Oh, I forgot about this already. Oh, I didn't. Right after the show yesterday, Jeff and I are walking. Uh, towards our office, and uh, our boss, Tommy, steps out of his office, and he says, uh, he says, Jeff, uh, the big boss, John, wants to see you. I believe he said the big boss wants to see you right now. Yeah, right now. Ooh, principal's office. Yeah. And Jeff, you know, when we were walking down the hallway, you know, shoulders back, kind of air of confidence, job well done today, good Monday show, kind of the, uh, you know, the after sex kind of glow. And then as soon as the boss said, hey, the big boss wants to see you, shoulders slunched forward, head down. Yep. And you heard nothing after that. I heard zero after that. Because Tommy, the boss, started yelling, hey, it's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. You didn't you didn't hear that at oh, all. Oh, no, I shut down immediately. <laughs> shut down mm. 110%. Not that you can't do 10% more than 100 but I did. I shut down. Because Jeff is in constant fear of getting fired. I'm not really why. sure why that was weird. No sense. <laughs> totally making that up in my head. I don't know why. Even though you have been reassured fifty thousand times, you are you are not getting fired. You will not be fired this year, nor next year. Ah, eh, year three. Eh, you're on the bubble. <laughs> still on the but, bubble with that. I mean, one. you still got at least two years in you. Right. You do. You do know that in this industry, you are told that all the time until it's not true anymore. Like right I up think to we're, the edge. You know. Listen, I don't. I know what you're saying, though. I'm in a better situation okay. than I've ever been in. We're, I mean, we're okay. That, yeah. We're all right. We got our big, by the way. Mm-hmm. Ooh. We got the first report card of the year today. And you don't think that was in my head yesterday, too? Why would that be in your would head? They, would they, I, I think, think we're everything set up, is in your we're head. We're set up pretty good right. to, and, have a, to have a pretty good report card yes. later on today, which I we agree. get at noon. And they go, and what, what is, I mean, what would that play into effect on this? It, like, it, hey, it big does. boss, you know, hey, Jeff, the big boss wants to see you. You sit down and he goes, we're getting the big report card tomorrow. You're the problem. Well, I mean, be, <laughs> be in that situation and it can pop into your head. I've been in yeah. that situation in the past. So if you have been in that situation, maybe you don't understand it. But I've been there before. So that's why just in that moment, it just pops into your head. Weren't you reassured the week prior? Sure. Like, hey, you are. Uh-huh. You're good. Yeah. I know you're paranoid from the man you went to see. Yeah. Now, what do you think he's going to say? Ah, Hey, remember I told you last week yeah. that you're good? Forget that. <laughs> Forget about that. <laughs> April Fools! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it may have been on April 1st when he did say that to me in the hallway. So, Tommy the boss is yelling, hey, it's not bad, it's not bad, it's not bad, you don't hear it, you turn the, you turn the corner and head towards the general manager's office. And I said to our boss, I said, what's that about? He goes, ah, you wait. Wait and see. 
So, Jeff, pick it up from here. What happens? Well, and let me backtrack and say part of the other reason why it piled on that it had in my head was you made a beeline to the boss's office, Tommy's office, right after the show, too. I ain't seen the guy in two weeks. I understand that. I know you missed him. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> so that also layered into it. So I walk all the way to the other side of the office, and uh, he's, his door is open. He's got a pretty big office, as everybody in here knows, and his his desk is kind of back into the... So I, I get to the door, man. Hey, man, hey, how's it going? Boss. Door open or closed, like that. And he's got his glasses on. He's looking down. He's writing something on his piece of paper. Doesn't look up, and he goes, come on in, close the door. <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch, you got to be kidding me. And I close the door, and it, of course, you know how the doors around here slam. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, so I, I was there happens. for that. Yeah, so you heard that, right? Yeah, I, well, I was. Oh, you heard the I door was, slam? I was, ne- I was in an office near that, and he goes, Wham! And then opens it. He goes, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. And then were closes you, it again. Were you just numb to your own oh, strength yeah, at that I point? I had no idea whatsoever. <laughs> From our office to there, I was picking up cars and people. And because desks. if you give our, our doors just a gentle little push, it sounds like somebody slamming the door in anger. Yeah, and they're wood, and it's just ridiculous. Oh, it shook the wall. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I closed the door, and I was like, oh, man, sorry. And still, didn't look up. Writing, he's got paperwork all over the place on his desk. You know, he's important, dude. Sit down. So and this, I, by the way, is the man in charge of every radio station in this building. Right. You know, what are there, four four radio stations? Yeah. Would you suggest he's Five. the biggest bigwig in Hubbard Five. in St. Louis? Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. <laughs> he's, our, he's our boss's boss's boss. boss. I mean, he is. He is yeah, yeah, yeah. He's there the head monkey no, muck here. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's no so one in this building Now Jeff has been called to the principal's office. Yeah, so I'm sitting down in front of his desk. He's still not looking at me. He's writing stuff down, moving papers around. And then he finally takes his glasses off and sits, you know, it sets him on his desk and he kind of leans back, just kind of looks at me, totally serious look on his face, and he pulls out my calendar, the real or fake calendar. So the real or fake punishment calendar. And he holds it up to me and he goes, and he's looking at it like it's a piece of garbage. He's looking at, you know, like pointing out like this thing, <laughs> this and he goes, uh, your calendar. And I said, yeah. And he goes, who approved this? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're scrambling for oh, who you're going to throw under the bus. I'm getting goosebumps, am I not? And, <laughs> and I go. Uh, so he says, like, dead serious. Oh, who approved this? And like this garbage. Well, and was he thumbing through it? Was he not making yeah. eye contact oh, yeah. with you? Yeah, thumbing as... through it like this piece of crap. It's like dad found your Playboy. He was mm-hmm. thumbing through it. <laughs> Where'd you get this? Right. <laughs> I got it from you, dad. <laughs> and, uh. Uh, I said, uh, he goes, who approved this? And I go, uh, 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 the, the, the marketing department? <laughs> the marketing department. You know, I That's all you can say. muster? <laughs> and I was like, I, and I go, Tom, uh, Tommy was in on it and everything like that. <laughs> and uh, in our old company, Emma's was a lot more loose in what we did and everything. And he goes, uh, this is Hubbard Radio. We are no longer Emma's communications with the point. And I go, Okay. <laughs> Literally, that's what I said. I go, okay, like that. I said, I, I, you know, I was just stammering. I was like, I, 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 I. And he goes, you know what pisses me off the most about this stupid calendar of yours? Oh, well, didn't he say this is a family business? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said Hubbard is a family business, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we're not Emmis anymore. And he throws it and he goes, you know what's the, the, the worst thing about this stupid calendar of yours? And I go, what? And he goes, you didn't give me an autographed photo or an autographed copy of it. And he hands me a marker <laughs> and he goes, sign that damn thing for it. And he starts belly laughing. Oh, man. I mean, that high-pitched giggle that he does. Yeah. And, wow. Uh, and yeah, I was like, good. after I sign this, I'll go get a steam cleaner because this did chair you? is soaked. Did you oh, laugh man. with him? Was uh, it uncomfortable after? It was, or was in a it... second. The first thing I did was I fell forward with my face in both of my hands and said, you got to be effing kidding me. <laughs> and he said, That's so good, dude. No, I'm not effing kidding you. <laughs> he must have, by the way, after he got done with you, ran 
mm-hmm. to our office, and he busted in and goes, I got him good, oh. and fist bumped me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. First place he went was our sales manager's office and told her, and then to you, and then to Tommy, and I heard him telling everybody throughout the entire team. <laughs> you know he's a prankster. There are two things to, to look at this like. You know the guy's a prankster. First of all, if you leave your computer unlocked, he will go to your computer and send out weird emails. Did we not? Like, we were so confused. So I think the first instance that we had of that is one of the sales guys left their computer unlocked, and, and they were away from their cube. And all of a sudden, a Hubbard STL radio, all staff email comes out, and all it says is, man, I love chocolate donuts. And we were like... What the hell? Yeah. We were still at the other building downtown, and we're going. Yeah, what the hell's what the going hell on? Is yeah, this? Like, I like what? chocolate donuts too. Yeah. We're, we're alone over here with a bunch of mannequins at Hubbard. Cool. Let's get over there. Damn. So yeah, if you leave your computer unlocked, uh, he will come and 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 write like all staff emails, like r- dumb things. Chocolate milk is way better than regular milk. I like pancakes. Okay. <laughs> so I should get him back by going into his office and doing that to his computer, right? Oh, people do. Let us know. Oh, they're, they're, trust me. No, people do. <laughs> there have been all staff emails that come out from the Big Boss John that said, like, you know, sprinkles on ice cream is the best. You're like, okay, cool. Another thanks. way, you know, so so <laughs> another good way to look at this is he likes you. Right. And that's why he's yeah. joking with you. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've worked with him 20 years right, ago. You've known I, the I guy know him for very, 20 years. very, very well. You yeah. know him better than we all know him. You've worked with him. He used to be a sales guy at the point. When the point first signed on. Yeah, and then a sales manager and worked his way up, and he's just an incredible human being and damn attractive, too. <laughs> I agree with everything you're saying. <laughs> Me and too. I multiply it by three. What about how well he dresses, too? A little, oh, my gosh. Really? Oh, shoes really? Stop. This, this is what we have to do. So beautiful. I did notice his shoes. What a great office. And his wife is gorgeous. By the way, somebody in the chat room says, all I took from this was immediately Jeff started dropping names. Can't trust him. Yeah, throw anybody on the Who did this calendar? King Scott held me down and put me in lingerie, and I took victim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the victim. <laughs> so I signed it to his wife. I like this. Yeah. I like to follow an HR grievance. I signed it to his wife saying, I hope you like what you see, dot, 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 again. Ooh, well, I wouldn't have done that. Wow. Now that's you got to go see no, him today. Okay. So that was a wise move. Oh, okay. He laughed. <laughs> no, he laughed. It was his idea. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I'll sign it to your wife." And he goes, "Oh yeah, you should." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, you, you, the look on your face when you were told to go to his office. Yeah, I wish I could just mm. Mm, capture that moment. Gosh, thanks. And take a picture and just put it in my wallet. Maybe we can get the security footage. <laughs> Wait, there's security cameras on there? <laughs> because just the way his, you know, his, oh. you could tell, you know, somebody's shoulders. Confidence, and then, oh, yeah. lurch forward, head down. Yeah. Because every the day, that, you know, we walk out of here every day going, man, we just had a really good four hours of having a good time. You being yelled at, hey, nothing bad, nothing bad, all good. Well, maybe Tommy didn't know. Who knows, you know? I don't know. I'm a crazy person. <laughs> You are. Yeah. You are a crazy but person. I'm still employed. So that, you are. And and Lachaim <laughs> to that. Cheers to you. Lachaim, <laughs> we're good. Thanks for the anxiety, Mr. Kioski. Yeah, you gotta get out of your head that you're getting fired. All right. We're okay. 
Is Unless that, our is report that, card is bad today. Is him know. saying that? Is him saying that doing anything <laughs> no, for you? I nothing. Well, what would make you? He never will. Anything, he never will. Anything. Uh, when I mean, eventually I will. Yeah. Is there anything that would? I mean, we're five years into this now, right? Is it five years? Yeah. With you know what, mine actually is coming up. I think next week. Five years into this mm-hmm. this radio show, we've uh, in history. Is anything you know? We we haven't been uh, lower than number two in any demo, right? In any demographic. And clearly, Morris. I'm the reason, so I'll be around. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I know this is going to sound. Your, there goes your this, upper demos if you let we've me. We've been go. we've been the number one show in this city for uh, four years now. Yeah. This is going to sound really cheesy and really like ah, but I think you can agree with this, and I think everybody here can agree with this that. This, I think the success from this show is, I mean, it's all of us. It's the team. If you took one piece of this out, it would be different. Way different. Don't say different. Say not as good. It's good, but there's there's one thing missing. Is that cumin? Am I the beans? You're the cumin. (laughs) (laughs) You're the cumin of the show. Am I the beans? (laughs) Hey, man, cumin's pretty powerful. Cumin is a pretty important Sometimes, Sometimes overwhelming. (laughs) Sometimes a little too much. (laughs) A little too much cumin, you know, spoils the batch. But but you need it. You need it. Yes. And without it, it's not chili. Well, thanks, Thank you, Jeff. Son of a bitch, you're going to make me cry. Thank you. I appreciate it. Even after that, I bet it still didn't take any. No, it, it won't. I don't know what. Do we need to hypnotize? Do you need therapy? Oh, my Do we need to call gosh, Dr. Lori Are you in? kidding me? Yes. Oh, that'd be she needs cool. a new summer home. Just have her stick with me. Man, I really, I think that's something that I think we need to look into. What, hypnotism? Yeah. Home? Like I him know. legit being hypnotized I on think, the show. I think you're right. I don't think, Ooh, you know what? I don't I, think I could be hypnotized because yeah, I don't really believe in it. I, I don't either. And I, it's been tried Which on me before you a and I haven't been prime able to do candidate. It. You need to be a believer, don't you? Yeah. I don't know. Have you been hypnotized? No. Are you a believer? I've never thought about it. Go. So that, as of right now, he is. What about sure. you, Scott? I mean, listen. I've never been hypnotized. Are, no. do you, are you are you a believer? Do you have pubic hair? I don't know. I'll research more of that to find out. It's, it's a yes or no weird. thing. I'll say no. no. It's not this world. Is what not do you mean research it? You either do or you don't. There's no research into your opinion. I mean, well, there's people who claim they've been, and then not, some you don't, don't have to know everything. You don't have to You've have been, an opinion how old on everything. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay, and you're thirty-seven years on this it. earth. You've heard of hypnotism. <laughs> it's either a yes or no thing. No, it's one of those where, like, oh, I haven't had firsthand experience with it, so you're like, yeah. ah, you know, it's these. I'm not sure if I buy it. I'm not sure. We've all been in those auditoriums where they have the quote-unquote hypnotist there. I don't you know, believe I've heard like, about You know that. what? Uh, all right, guys, I'm gonna hypnotize y'all. Cluck like a chicken. Right. Dude, I've heard about that at high Get school. Get the f*** out of here. school things, at church things. I've heard about everybody being in an auditorium and having that happen. I have never seen that. I've so, never someone, seen it. Someone says here, and I just typed in, can I be hypnotized if I don't believe? And it says here, yes, you can. You just have to be willing to accept whatever is about to happen to you. If you go in going, this ain't going to work, this is BS, it's not going to work. But if you sit down going... I don't normally right, believe I have an this, open mind. But I'm going to see what happens. I, I yeah. would find it then tough it to work. have an open mind there. See, I believe I believe in like trance states, and I believe you can you know m- manipulate oh, a lot of different. Which thought, is funny because you and, you did and, the whole TM thing. I, I believe that you could be you could kind of calm yourself down and control then, your breathing you and kind of get to a space. So you're a believer. So you believe in it. No, if I you believe, believe in TM, you no, believe no, in hypnotism. That's a self thing. Like I could put myself into that state. 
I could relax myself so, with my breathing. And so you think you're the only one that's in control of your brain? As far as getting into a, 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 a different space, a different state, I think I'm the only one that could do it to myself. Not some guy with a pocket watch going, all right. <laughs> See, but I think that's yeah, your thought. I, that's what you think. Count, you think of the Hollywood version of hypnotism. I'm going to count backwards from three. Yeah, this isn't a Bill Murray movie. Yeah, you you think of... <laughs> now it's really hot in here. Are you, you think of... You think of really hot. Oh, now it's cold. Now it's cold. When now you think of hypnotism... You got your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> when you think of hypnotism, you think of Rob Schneider is the hypnotist. And him walking around going, oh, cluck like a chicken. But in reality... First of all, Rob Schneider never did a hypnotist movie. <laughs> you know, like, hypnotism is like like basically almost a form of therapy. You lay on a couch, they put on some soothing music, and then they talk in a very soothing voice to you. And the next thing you know, you may wake up and it's an hour later. Yeah, I think if your mind is relaxed, like he said, in other words, you know, open to possibilities and accepting of uh, the near future being Except whatever it might be. Accept my skepticism. I accept your skepticism. <laughs> you don't accept ours. Oh, I, I listen. If it's if it's uh, if it's something that you think you could uh, you could be on board with, cluck like a chicken. You're a lizard. <laughs> Go get them flies. Huh. It'd be fun. Every time you hear someone fart, you're going to do jumping jacks. <laughs> <laughs> All I think of is uh, office space when Peter gets hypnotized. Yeah. And the guy dies. <laughs> Changed his life. I don't know. You think you think you could be hypnotized? Uh, I don't know. In high school, I remember during our our senior lock in, they basically were like, "Hey, we're going to hypnotize you guys," and they asked for volunteers, and I was one of the volunteers. And they put like thirteen or fourteen people up front, and they were like, "All right, here we go. On the count of three, we're all going to be sleeping. One, two, three, sleep." And I was I was like, "Oh, everybody's heads down. Okay." And I put my head down, and I remember I basically said to myself, like, hey, I know you don't normally believe in hypnotism, but just whatever happens, happens. And all I remember is being very relaxed and not having any fear to do what they were telling me to Next do. Next thing I knew, I woke up in Forest Park with no pants on. No, that's not it at all. But, <laughs> like, all the nerves that I had normally were right. gone. So like they were like they were like which we, is the point right they go they go here's the deal we want you you are a world famous musician get up that you hear we want you to come up front and we want you to sing that song and they were like go ahead and I rapped baby got back in front of a whole bunch of you know CBC guys and teachers and I said me so horny and all this stuff in front of all these teachers and then I went and I sat down and like I had no worries no nerves no concerns nothing. And they were like, do you remember doing that? And I was like, yeah, I remember doing that. And I was like, wow, what basically happened was he put me into a state where I went, I don't care. I don't care about anything. Yeah, so all of your inhibitions well, you have gone. changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> don't get hypnotized. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't, don't you, get you, hypnotized. Did, you just ruined fun that he had 15 years ago. Yeah, don't, uh, don't get hypnotized. <laughs> I, hey, listen. Nobody did, wants did, you to. Did you know that your fun was going to be ruined <laughs> no. 15 years later? No, I didn't. And I still had fun. He can't ruin anything for me. I'm glad he had a good time. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd love to have here, a hypnotist come to try me to, to, to try to hypnotize. Somebody me. here says I studied hypnosis in school and how it works, and you're actually just more aware of your surroundings when hypnotized. You can never be convinced to do something you aren't okay with doing normally. That's exactly what I just said. It just basically makes you more comfortable. It's to it's do being what you put do. in a relaxed state. It's a brain massage. Yeah. Oh, that's a great way to put it. Uh, thanks, man. 
Welcome. I must be mm. hypnotized. I'm being nice to you. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, Jeff got yelled at I by the boss yesterday. Almost, okay, almost fired. Uh -huh. Oh, I, no, I wanted to bring up the punishment list. Oh, so yeah. the real oh, or fake... Yeah. So the real or fake punishment with the calendar was one of 23 punishments. No, I think way more than that. More. Is it more? 27 or 28? Yeah, it was at yeah. least 27. Well, no, it was like 27 or 20. Oh, no, I think Jeff did 22 punishments. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I get the number 22 or 23? I don't know. How many punishments total? You have the list, right? He's counting. I believe it's 27, I think. 29. I have currently 27. Unless I missed one, we are currently on the 28th. Do you have them in order? Uh, no, I mean, this is a loose order. Okay, so, so... So if you're listening out there and you can think of one that we miss on this list... We went through this yesterday, and I think we're I think we're pretty good. I think this is it, too. We forgot one that was a late edition that we mm -hmm. that we thought of, but... Again, I bring this up because uh, today we're going to make our real or fake picks. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. It's a week five, I believe, in our competition. Last week, everybody locked out except for King Scott. King Scott, the only one with points. That's what a jerk. That's a uh, thank you uh, for for the rest of us. That's two weeks in a row locked out. Yeah, not doing so good, fellas. Nope. All right. So I know what the first punishment was. The first punishment was shirtless picture of yourself on on the uh, on the website. Yep, loser photo shoot. I, the loser we, photo shoot. Let's do that again because I will do that right now for fun. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, as opposed to something else. Yeah. Okay, okay, that was that was punishment number one. I know punishment number two was uh, the trampoline fruiting, mm -hmm. which Jeff also lost. Mm -hmm. So Jeff had to jump on a trampoline while we threw fruit at him. Yeah, not only do I have the list here, I have who lost it and then a tally, a total tally of how many losses per person. Okay, and then we had, all right, go go through the list. Okay, so after that, I have uh, the paintball firing squad. Oh, yeah. Which Jeff also lost. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's when he got shot in the head. Yep. By, yep. I, uh, I, Intern Ricky, Ricky the first. Notice he's no longer in radio. Uh huh. <laughs> Had that taken. Yeah, care I'm of. killed. Yeah. Uh, I have the uh, bikini car wash, okay, which, which was Jeff, Patrico and Burton. Jeff and thanks for joining Tony. me on that one, Tones. You're welcome. <laughs> Broke my streak. Uh, I have the chest waxing, which yeah, was, uh, was myself and Burton. <laughs> <laughs> now, technically, you lost that, but I did it too because you actually didn't have any chest hair. Uh huh. That's okay. That's they, not true. They did. That's <laughs> not true. <laughs> So the Neither chest waxing, of those okay. Things are true. Uh, then we have the um, the Cubs uniform, which was served out by Lux. So Lux had to go to Bush Stadium in a Cubs uniform. We forgot one. Keep going. I, I already I just remembered one. Okay, we have the uh, lingerie punishment, which was served out by Patrico and Riz. DBs lingerie at DBs. There's the one before that. Well, hang on. I told you they're not in order necessarily. Uh, we have the wheel of piercing, which ended up being a nipple piercing, and that was back to Burton. What? Mm-hmm. We have the human hot dog. Who that was that joker? Burton. Oh, human hot dog. Yeah, that's right one. Okay, Jeff Burton. We have the uh, five coats of spray tan. Okay, that was me. Five that coats was. of spray tan. Mm -hmm. uh, Three-course uh, meal served by Will Pelly. That Ugh. was Patrico. Oh, that was Patrico. Uh, first pitch in a Speedo. That was Riz. That was me. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals Day saxophone, sax man. That was me. That was Riz. Is this in chronological order? No. No. Okay, I was going to say three in a row I didn't lose? Come on. Locked in a studio for 48 hours wearing a onesie. That was that me. That was you. Uh, Achy Breaky Heart. That was Burton. Uh, the, that's Achy Breaky Heart being played on infinite repeat for how long? 
Uh, it was overnight. It was 12 hours. Yeah, 12, 12 hours. hours. Yeah, from 3 to 3, right? Or three, 4 to 4, something like that. Uh, we have the uh, Madagascar hissing cockroach. Or no, Moroccan hissing cockroach, whatever it was. It was, it was Madagascar. Yeah. It tasted Madagascar to me. And that sure. was uh, That was Jeff. That I had to Burton. eat the cockroach. Uh, we had the uh, the previous wheel. It was like the, the previous punishment, which ended up on tattoo. And Burton got a tattoo of the winner's initials. Mm-hmm. We have the real. Luckily, sl- there was two winners that time around, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. We have uh, the real Slim Shady. That was Burton. And by the way, back to the tattoo one. I mean, Jeff's got Moon's and Patrico's initials tattooed on him. Mm-hmm. Big. And still not covered up, by the way. They look good, actually. It's four square yeah. inches. That's a story right there. Oh, yeah. That's a story. I've, many, many people say, when are you going to cover that up? Maybe someday I will, but probably not. I think it not. looks good. The only way I would cover it up is if something I had to have that had to fit right That's there. That's part but of your life. Absolutely. I agree. It's a, it's a chapter in Jeff's life. Just like your birth, uh, your birthday is on my inner thigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I appreciate. <laughs> Forever. Which you only show me on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what was after the tattoo? After the tattoo uh, was... I have a real Slim Shady. Okay, you went full Slim Shady, yeah, right? Which is Burton. Uh, five Minutes Alone, which was the stand-up that Riz did. Right, Five Minutes Alone. I have Gingham's uh, for 24 Hours. That uh-huh. was Patrico, Burton, and myself. I have the Patrico T-shirt, which okay. was... Uh, what was that for a month? 30 days. Yeah, 30, 30 days. days of wearing Patrico's face on Mm-mm-mm. on Jeff's T-shirt. That was Burton. <laughs> I have the Walk of Shame, the infamous Walk of Shame. That was Burton and Patrico walking from one studio to the other. We're coming up on the anniversary of that. At 104 degrees, mind you. Was that June? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, we have the uh, the stripper pole <laughs> for, for two songs. That was King, King Scott. King Scott at Scarlet's, yes. That's right. Uh, we have Carl the Mannequin. That was also Had King to bring Scott. Carl the Mannequin around Did for good. one week and go out to dinner with him. Christmas Caroling. That was Patrico. Mm-hmm. The sexy calendar that we just did, that was Burton. And Man in the Box, served by Riz. What did we miss? Jerf juice. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Well that's done. right. Oh, the painting one? Yeah, painting. Yeah. Jeff had, got a, had to get a portrait, and the and the painting, the, the best painting was on a bottle of uh, beer. Yeah. Okay, so that changes the... Uh... Wow. Good call. I forgot about that one. Yep. That changes the talent. That was over a winter, I believe, if I remember correctly, like a December-ish or something. Because I remember thinking of... Uh, uh, um, I think the painting among was in all, November. That's what I mean, the painting yeah. part. That's all I cared about. Because I remember, not only did I just have a Speedo on, but I remember I was ghost white because it was the middle of winter. Not yeah. winter, but yeah, I guess it was. And we all November. went to the to the painting place. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good good call. Wow. And Is there any, any others we're missing? I don't know. I, I'm trying to dig through here to that's see. That's 29? What's crazy is I did not have that on the written list over there in the last couple of weeks either. That's 28, 28. meaning we're on 29. We're on 29 right? now. We got to do something big for 30. Do we? Yeah, these <laughs> aren't big. Yeah, as if we're not already there. <laughs> Lopping off a finger. Is there is there Vacation. any is there any punishment yeah, that loser, you could think loser of? Loser loses a big toe. Is there any punishment <laughs> oh that you could gosh. think of off the top of your head that if it came back up, you would go, nope, not doing it? I, there's one. That, everything else I think I would do except for one. I still, I still have a difficulty with the cockroach. That's mine. That's the only one I would say I'm just absolutely not good no at to. That. Anything else I'd be down with again? I mean, I don't want to do it, but you'd I'd be down, down with the forty-eight hours in the studio. Um, yeah, Before you would the cockroach instead of the cockroach. Hey. Really? Um, I, I would mean, I it was bad. That wasn't fun, I, and I even had a party, and I I made it you, as fun you, as you it could made be. it as good as you possibly could. Yeah, and it still sucked. I, mean, I would it, do it, cockroach. Over Man of the Box. Oh, no, Get no way. Out no of way. Here. No I way. Too. No, oh, no, my God. And, and here's my no reasoning, doubt. and maybe it's the same thing for you, no is that it's a moment in time, then it's, it's over. It's over in five minutes. Yeah. yeah. 
No. Because that Over was the worst thing. That was the worst thing about like the the t-shirt thing and stuff like that. Yeah, wearing a t-shirt, you know, same type of uh, t-shirt, especially the goofy ones for thirty days was one thing. But man, the fact that it was thirty days, you know that that the cockroach at least it's done and done right then and there. You know the nipple piercing done and done right then and there. The shot to the head, the the chest waxing, all that. As long as it's just a one time thing and it's over with, eh. It's not. I don't think my spray tan lasted uh, over a week. Yeah, five coats. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we learned the body can only take so much. <laughs> you did the scare body your can, kids, though, right? My my daughter started crying. Yeah, <laughs> the, the body can only absorb funny. so much of the fake tan. Uh, you guys had a show that night over at uh, is it Mile Two Seven Seven? Oh yeah, like it was a solo show that I did, right? Or was it dirt bags? No, it was a dirt bag show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah uh, you were there. I was there. <laughs> I, I mean, all you saw was teeth. I was I was so dark orange. Somebody's saying that myself and Moon in Mattress Direct, that was not a real or fake punishment. Yeah, that was, that a was for charity. fun. That was a charity thing. <laughs> that was for fun. You know, all I was was eyes and teeth at that show. Because the lights were turned low and you were easy to find. <laughs> That's for sure. Man, 28. 28. Holy cow. All right, and we uh, we continue on with the competition today. So we're stopping the punishments after 30, right? No. Oh, no. No. And if you look them up, which I did yesterday, and I can't believe I missed the Jerf Juice one, you will come across one that says, real or fake punishment, taser. That was on the books. Rejected. And then it was off the books because... Rejected. That was not allowed. <laughs> Although, that was the old company. I, th- I thought we brought that up again here. and they Did said we? That. I thought we did. Uh, I think because that, because I remember I think that bears a conversation again. No, because <laughs> the reason I remember is because we were Damn talking it. about it during the walk. Yeah, remember when right, they right, made us right. sign waivers for the walk, and we and you had said like, "Hey, new company, maybe they'll let us tase." And our promotions guy went, "Absolutely not." <sighs> I don't know. I think that that I think we should bring that up again. Well, okay. Well, just to let everybody in that doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about one of those full blown a police taser, not, not a, a handheld poli- one, yeah, one like with sh- the barbs, yeah, like Ugh. a shot yeah. police taser. Yeah, yeah. We, we we decided it was either in the chest or in the back. I don't think yeah. we even get that far. I don't even know. If we, we got announced that far. it. We, oh, that's we right. Announced, oh yeah, we announced it. Yeah, and then the next it, day. We, did we, talk, we but did we we didn't talk about whether you get shot in the back or the, the front, did we? No, no, no. We said it was it was t- get tased. Yeah. yeah, it was just get tased. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. I'm thinking about it now. This is dumb. I don't know if... Dude. Yeah, Scott, say no. Dude, somebody just brought up a great real or fake punishment. I mean, they there are so many ideas that people are submitting now. There's one that you want to talk about punishment. So 48 hours in the studio sucks. 24 hours inside of a glass box inside of Hot Shots sucks. The restaurant sucks. 24 hours in a cherry picker. Oh, up on top. <laughs> Like it like the, extended, like the billboard one. it extended. You basically up there, yeah. But even a billboard's better because at least there's some. I mean, would you have to? You'd have to go on a bucket and lower the bucket down. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh, I think I'd rather ride the lightning. Tyson, Tyson, Tyson.
driving like a 40 year old man going, how's your Yeah, maybe that's not uh, a good idea. Yeah, yeah maybe not. <laughs> There's no way they'd let us do it. Well, you don't want to walk down Electric Avenue? What's your idea? Oh, for the 30th? Yeah. There's one winner. Everybody else does the punishment. Somebody made that suggestion. Winner take all. Yikes. Yikes. For depending on what the punishment is, I would agree to that. I got to tally up uh, the wins. I haven't tallied up the wins yet. You know how many times people have won? I do have the tallies well, of who's, losses. Well, yeah, who's, yeah. Uh, Jeff has <laughs> lost the most. I mean. <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't know. Let's tally you it squeaked, up. <laughs> you, you squeaked above uh, second place with a whopping 15. So Jeff has done 15 of the 28 punishments. That's right. That's Are good. you sure that's it? That's what it says, man. Hmm. Man, I can count them again. 15 of the 28. One, followed two. by? Uh, followed by... With six, <laughs> Riz. Okay. So and Patrico. Beat you hey, buddy. <laughs> and then yeah. how many have you done? Riz and Patrico have done six. I've lost three, and Scott has lost two. All right. Yeah. Well, so far, this competition, King Scott's winning, so. Yeah, look at you, hey, man. Buddy. When you make your picks, you better choose wisely. Uh, All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct from St. Charles. It's Blake Walsh. Yeah, Blake. 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 Sorry, 16. Is... Oh, you lost 16. 16. I have 17. <laughs> uh, Blake. Yeah, Blake. Blake is a police officer in North County, and uh, days when he's training new hires, they listen to the show, making sure they know the importance of this here radio program. Oh, thank <laughs> you, Blake. <laughs> Part of your training. Loves the uh, contest we do, good or gross, match up with Moon, Friday fails, and he's very appreciative of the support we give to all first responders. He says, it's great to know that our show and our listeners support his brothers and sisters, always. And for that, thank you. Well, thank you, Blake, for what you do. We do always appreciate it. Absolutely. Blake Walsh gets the super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Let me tell you about my insurance agent, the number one Allstate insurance agent in the St. Louis metropolitan area. That is Tracy Bibb. Everybody needs insurance. Everybody wants a good deal. And this is why you need to call Tracy to get that no obligation quote. And when you make the switch, maybe she could save you a couple hundred bucks off your premiums every year. Not going to know until you call her. 314-352-4494. 314-352-4494. Or text quote to 65780. We'll send you all her info. Tracy Bibb, Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, it's Roman Atwood, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Yeah, sorry, my, my sound effects machine was uh, going nuts. Malfunction. I think it's all right now. Just the same clip kept kept playing and playing and playing and playing. Right during the commercial break. It just happened to be this one. Like the last one I played. Get the f*** out of here. <laughs> Great. See what happens? Modern technology, huh? I'm telling you. 
All right, welcome back. Phone number 3146-WALKER, 314-692-5537. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. Emails, Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. Just uh, during the break, going over some of those uh, old punishments and maybe trying to pick something for punishment number 30. What would have been a good idea was, hey, loser has to pick three. So pick three of the three of the 27 we've already done, or 28. Yeah. But that'd be pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. Because you go, all right, I'll do the picture, you know, shirtless, and I'll jump on a trampoline while you throw fruit at me and get my chest waxed. Right. We could do, we could separate them into three different columns, you know, easier, harder, and then hardest, and you have to choose one from each column. If you really want to do that. Like there's the easy column. The medium column. Medium. Yeah. And Mild, you have to medium, pick, and hot. You yeah. have to pick one from each category. Because yeah. oh, there are the idea. marathon ones. There are the marathon punishments. You know, there are the the easy ones. Oh, I don't know. Oh, we'll think about it. We got yeah. some time. You know, I have a feeling that this is going to happen a lot. Um, a middle school kid went on to Reddit. And is asking for help on getting his mom to stop oversharing on Facebook. So this kid went on to Reddit anonymously. And he's asking for help. And he sounds like a desperate, like a desperate kid. And of course, and, and I want, you know, your opinion on this and maybe some advice for this kid. I'll read, I'll read what some some of the Reddit users wrote to him, but here's what he wrote. Again, anonymous. Ever since I was born, my mom has posted literally. Every aspect of my life on on her Facebook account. Everything. Every baby picture, every first moment, every accomplishment, and every failure. If we get into a fight, she's on Facebook asking for advice. And for the past couple years, I've tried to install an Ask Me First policy, but since I don't have a Facebook account of my own, this is hard to monitor. I can only really tell when I managed to get into her phone. The last time I did, the last time I did this, I saw some. Grade-related stuff. I feel like I have absolutely no privacy. I can't talk to my own mother for fear that she'll post it on social media. I'm her child, not her dog. And I'd like to be treated as a human being. However, I love her and honestly think she's an awesome mom. This is pretty much the only thing she does that annoys me. So my mom didn't respect my wishes and has not stopped posting personal things about me on Facebook. How do I get her to understand how violated I feel? What advice do you give this kid? Hmm. And I think this is going to be a problem yeah. as these kids yeah. are are coming coming of age. And you know when you post a you know a, a picture of your three year old or two year old using the potty for the first time, yeah. obviously the kid is not going to care. Yeah. But once they get older and they start being embarrassed or their friends start finding these pictures online, hey, there's Tony on the potty, you know, when he was three. How old is this kid? It says, says middle school. Middle school, yeah. Pretty well-spoken middle schooler. Yeah, I, my, my advice would be, if he hasn't already, just go, hey, mom, come on, man. He's already, he's already done that. a lot of me. Well, I guess you could go to court and divorce her, like emancipate yourself from her, right? Uh, that's a bit extreme. Yeah. Is that too much right now? That's a bit extreme. Huh. I, think, I don't think he's looking for that. I think he's looking for her to just hey, sh- shut he up. Says, I mean, he says she's an awesome mom. And again, as these kids are starting to come to age, come of age, and, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, for, for, you know, middle school is tough. You know, oh, man, kids, middle schoolers middle school, are so cruel to yeah, each other. Kids are cruel. That's where worst. it starts. Middle school yeah, it's is the when worst. you start being a bitch to your friends, man. That's when it starts. I think you go to her daily and tell her not to. No, maybe maybe bring it to your school counselor. And maybe the school counselor has some advice. Ma- or that's maybe the school idea. counselor yeah. can actually say something like, hey, this is a concern at school because he's going through the day feeling worried that his friends are going to see something on your Facebook page. And affecting his schoolwork. Right. Then mom would need to stop if it's affecting the schoolwork because he's getting crap at school. Or this kid creates his own Facebook page and starts posting everything about the mom. Yeah, I thought about that. Anytime she has something she says about family members or something like that, just post <laughs> yeah. it out there. Guess Mom's who's got, drunk again. Guess who's got a <laughs> guess? Guess who's got a yeast infection? Oh, oh yeah. why hey. does hey. he know no. about that? Hey, Mom just gave the fu button to a call from Aunt Sally. You know she was there, but she didn't. Oh, I don't want to talk to Aunt Sally. I think tur- you know, the voice turn around is fair play. Yeah. No, yeah. too much. Yeah. When you're in middle school and mom can pretty much take everything away, <laughs> probably not. Yeah, if all else fails, make your own Facebook account, you know, friend your mom, and maybe call out every time she posts something about you, something embarrassing. Maybe she needs a dose of her own medicine. That's the worst. No, you don't declare war on your mom. Why not? No. Mom don't care because no, she's got all, Facebook friends. Even if your mom is she got to feed the, the, the Facebook friend monster. Hey, I haven't seen a post about Cody in, mm-hmm. in three days. Is Cody okay? Is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the everything bagel? Because, you know, they're sitting at, at Breadco in the morning having their coffee and their bagel. Look what I put up about little Timmy on Facebook. Somebody wrote, this is, uh, this is the fallout from social media 10 years in the making. People objectifying anything and everything for attention and selling themselves for nothing while Mark Zuckerberg makes tons of money. What? Just don't get on social media then. That doesn't help this kid. I know, but I'm saying that comment. If oh, that's well. how you're, if that's what you think, then just don't. No, get on th- social this media. is the guy saying that this is the result of that. You got to feed the beast. I don't know. I don't know. What do you tell this kid? We got no advice. Huh? Speechless. Just don't do anything bad. Be really cool and suave at all times. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't do anything embarrassing, and you'd be all right. Yeah, just look I mean, rad. Just walk around the house completely naked. She can't put up pictures of that, right? You're fine. It's not just the pictures, it's the stories. He even says, you know, even when we fight about something, she'll post about it. <sighs> I'd talk to the school counselor. I think that's the best idea. Where's the dad? Maybe the dad could get involved. Maybe. And then you also got to think, though, like, essentially... This kid is doing exactly what he hates his mom doing. Yeah. No, because he's being anonymous on here asking for help. Okay. We don't know his name. Okay. And it seems like they have a good relationship, right? He says mom is awesome. This is a big problem, though. So don't make your own Facebook page and call her out for yeast infections or UTI. I mean, you do you, but... (laughs) Okay. All right, if you want to be mature about things, I don't know why you would. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah, we're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Crushed Red. Try new Cravables, another delicious Crushed Red option. All right, police in Sullivan are looking for a missing woman with dementia. 
Six nine year old Betty Alexander been last uh, hasn't been seen since last Thursday around three. White woman, five foot two, 145 pounds, brown hair, blue eyes. Her hair is shoulder length, and they say that she may not be wearing shoes. She's supposed to be taking medication, but uh, they think that she doesn't have any with her. If you know where she is, if you've seen her, please call the Sullivan Police Department. Yeah, I'm reading about this family just going nuts trying to figure out where she is. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, the Missouri House passed legislation yesterday to give taxpayers a break if they can't pay on time this year. I'm assuming this is only for the state tax. Oh, okay. Not for federal. So they voted 144 to 1 in favor of the bill. Now, the legislation would waive fees through the end of the year for individual taxpayers who filed on time, which was yesterday, and go on a payment plan. It would also delay interest until May 15th. Now, the bill still needs Senate approval, but if the bill is enacted, but taxpayers have already been charged interest or penalties, they'll get a refund. I was the guy that was at the post office yesterday afternoon with my tax return, standing in line. There, oh, was, there obviously wasn't much of a line. Funny story. It was like 3.30. You, you were telling me in the office, so Jeff's in line at the post office, and the guy in front of him, who doesn't have his taxes, I guess just sending something yeah, he out, was, doing stuff. was making fun of the people who waited to the last moment. <laughs> he was like, oh, I bet out. you guys are busy today. And the nice lady behind the thing was like, oh, yeah, we're very popular today. But I told everybody, we're closing at the time we always close. You better get in here, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, those guys are waiting until last minute. And I'm standing there with my envelope. Yeah, yeah. like me. Yeah, same same with me. I got it in, wrote a check. Ain't ordered, nothing wrong with waiting until the last moment. nine hours, man. It was like 3 o'clock. I had like nine hours. It turns out he's a fan of the show, by the way. And we, we chatted in the uh, parking lot. You were early. Yeah, right. I had, I had nine hours to spare. There's it wasn't dead, last minute. There's deadlines for a reason. Jeff, were you, you, were made, you, you made it you, under the gun. Were you in a parking lot with a Lions choice yesterday? No. Okay. Why? Somebody said somebody that looked exactly like Burton almost hit him with their car in a Lions choice uh, parking lot yesterday. That's a lucky person, <laughs> but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that handsome fellow wasn't him, right? Yep. Nope. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. I wouldn't think anything of somebody doing their taxes and sending them in on tax day. And his, well, his comment came from, I guess he's been at several post office yesterday, and he said there was lines everywhere. And that's well, whose fault that is that? He, right. Why did he wait so long to send something out? <laughs> he's a he knew today was going to be the day. He mm. listened. Stop. Oh, really I'm upset. just trying to be. I'm on your side, Jeff. Thank I, you, man. I feel yeah, like you said in the past, like, why wait to the last minute? Me? Yeah. No, why? I feel I like you've made, fun, you've made fun of it before. Like Never. <laughs> there's going to be the news reporters outside talking yeah. to the people that because waited to the last that, minute. Because that's tax day. I'm not. That's not. That's not a anything on the people filing their taxes that day. That's the every year. It's the same. It's the same shot of somebody at the post office, the reporter at the, at the post office with the line. Yeah, the downtown post. It's office always the evening news, midnight. Yeah, and there's a. That's line. not saying anything about the people that are handing them in. I don't care about that. That's why there's tax day. Yeah, I literally, I literally got the voucher email wise and had it in the in the post office less than an hour later. I mean, it's, it's not like I had it and I just didn't do it. As soon as my tax guy was done with it, he emailed it to me and I took it to the to the post office. When I was in my early twenties, I mean, I would be on April fifteenth, waiting at H and R Block online. There's a line d- down the street, so and I'd wait H&R. three hours with my papers to do my pa- do my taxes that day. I was that guy. It's the worst. 
Online is awesome, by the way. Yeah. That's the best. <clears throat> I did yeah. everything online. Didn't leave my house. Boop, 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 done. Yeah. That's the way to do it now. Yeah, this year I had to write a nice little check. Yeah. Yeah. Send it in. Me too, yeah. friend. Me Which too. I guess I could have done online. I don't know why my tax guy, you know, yep, said to do it the one way. But You can even yeah. do it with a credit card online. Ooh. Yeah, point one, uh, 1.87% interest on that. but <laughs> no, Not interest, but a fee. So that's But, sucks. yeah. The miles I would have gotten, though. That's I mean, exactly geez, what I, I said. around so. the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in case, uh, speaking of around the world, in case you missed, uh, missed this, one of the most famous architectural masterpieces and significant churches in the world caught fire yesterday. Is it Notre Dame, Notre Dame? How do you say it? <laughs> I was waiting to Dame. how you Notre were going to say it. I mean, that's how every single news person said it yesterday. But haven't you heard Notre Dame before? Yeah, sure have. I always, and I know this isn't correct, but I always said, I always heard Notre Dame is in Indiana. Yeah. Notre Dame is Notre Dame is, is, is Notre Dame is the big church. Because if you ever France. heard anybody go, oh yeah, where did where'd Stephanie get accepted to college? Notre Dame. No, they Notre Dame. That's where she's going. So Notre Dame, 850 years old. Yeah. Caught fire around 7 o'clock yesterday evening, Paris time. It took 400 firefighters to get the thing under control. Sadly, and and when I saw this thing collapse, and you hear the gasp from the people that were that were watching the spire, the famous spire collapsed, and the roof is totally burned. Much of the church made of wood, dating back to the 1100s, 1200s. Dude, and a lot of that wood was lost in the fire as well. That video of them singing Ave Maria as it burned in the background was chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Both of the church's famous towers appear to be okay, and so is the main structure, which is good. The president of France said, quote, worst has been avoided and pledged to rebuild the cathedral. Emergency crews were apparently able to save quite a few of the priceless antiques inside the church, including the crown of thorns Jesus wore before the crucifixion. Did, we, did, did you mention or do we know what, how it started? They're not sure. There were no deaths in the fire. That's good. Yeah. Uh, French officials are launching an investigation to figure out how it started. Uh, as of now, there's no sign of arson or terrorism involved. It's believed to be an accident. Yeah, I, I know they're doing, I mean, they're always doing construction, but I. There's a re There was a renovation going on. There's yeah. $6.8 million renovation going on at the time because if you saw the pictures, there was scaffolding mm -hmm. pretty much around the whole church. Mm. Yeah, I think that's where they're going to start to try to figure out. The mystery, but yeah, the, I, I heard there was no deaths and uh, only one injury that wasn't It was severe. a firefighter that was injured. A firefighter and two police officers. But. Oh, really? They were saying, oh, it could have been one of the construction workers who started the thing on the roof. But what I read yesterday, and who knows if this is true. Now, you know when a tragedy happens, all this misinformation is, is spread, spread about on social media. First, I heard it could have been a construction worker. Then I heard, well, there were no construction workers on site, so it could be terrorism. There will be a thorough investigation, I'm sure. Yeah. So as part of, of the renovation, a lot of the religious statues that sat on top of the cathedral were removed last week. It's almost like a miracle those weren't there. I, I also love, and I'm reading this right now, that uh, one of the spokesmen for the Paris firefighters said that they twice a year— go through mandatory training on how to remove precious artwork and artifacts 
from places like oh, that. Oh, so I can imagine they were running in and out. And they said 100 of the 500 deployed firefighters had were the, were the ones that were certified to remove precious artifacts. Wow. Damn. So, so they're probably crazy. running in and, you know. Yeah. And running out with armfuls of stuff. I mean, they were paintings. and. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a standard thing over in those countries because you have so many buildings that date back seven, 800 years. Have you guys ever been in, in a, I know this sounds maybe kind of nerdy. You ever been in a building that's from the 12th century or 13th century? No. Dude, it, it there's, and, and I know it's not just me, but I'm sure it's not everybody. There's something spiritual about it when you're when you're in there and you see a structure, it's a church, and, and maybe you're religious or, or, or not. But when you're in a structure that dates back to the 11th, 12th, 13th century, and, and you're standing where you know thousands upon thousands of people stood back then in a completely different time in a different world almost you know like i mean just you're standing oh, it almost on, takes your breath away you're standing on history and you're touching history and you're a part of it in a way it, it is so overwhelmingly cool well one of the complaints i heard yesterday was well it took a little while for the firefighters to get there to start putting out the uh, putting out the fire you know this this church is on almost an island in the middle of the city yeah like it's on a, it's on an island. I also saw, which is which is cool, is that did you say the amount of money that they've already been promised? Oh yeah, a lot of these you know billionaires yeah, across the world have been pledging four hundred fifty-five million dollars oh, has already been restored. Oh, that's great. And I like that the college had to say something too. Like they had to put out a post yesterday that said the campus is not on fire. You know when I saw originally. You know Notre Dame on fire. I thought it was the I thought it was the college. Sure. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? In America, I thought it was the college yeah. at first until I saw the pictures. Uh, President Trump he he tweeted some advice yesterday. He says uh, perhaps uh, flying water tankers could be used to put the fire out, but not a great idea. Experts weighed in and they said that uh, that would have destroyed the structure even quicker than the fire did. <laughs> Why, why does he have to put in a suggestion? Just say, they my condolences. The, the drop Move of on. water by air on this type of building could indeed result in the collapse of the entire structure. Yeah, you could have just said, man, tragedy. My condolences. And a, uh, a retired New York City firefighter went a step further saying, if you hit if you hit that structure with tons of water from above, it's going to collapse the entire structure and make the situation worse. Unbelievable. So I guess the, uh, the, I guess the foundation stone... Was laid in 1163 by Pope Alexander the uh, the, the third. Wow! It was completed in the 13th century. It's considered a a feat of architecture as well as a major religious and cultural symbol of France. Regardless of what religion you are, you appreciate that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm not Catholic, and uh, the any time I get to go into some old school cathedral in, in, in Germany or in Austria or in England. It, it is, it's, it's breathtaking, dudes. It is one of the coolest experiences you will ever have. Uh, draws an estimated 13 million visitors a year. It even, even fell into disrepair over the centuries, but, uh, yeah, it's been renovated a, a bunch of times. In fact, that was the site of Napoleon's coronation as emperor in 1804. That central spire, which collapsed, was built in the 19th century. And there was a, restora a big restoration effort uh, uh, back in the 1800s because of the success of the novel, The Hunchback of, of Notre Dame. Oh, so that was built in the 1800s? Psh, that spire. It was brand new. No biggie. 
And yeah, apparently there are the rose windows there, these these gorgeous, you know, stained glass windows. The great organ, which is not in Jeff's pants. I, <laughs> your opinion. <laughs> uh sculptures, statues, paintings. Yeah, there's a lot there was a lot of stuff in there. So they're saying, you know, at least most of the priceless things were yeah. saved. From the pictures or from the videos that you saw, I mean, it looked like the whole thing was gone. I mean, the whole thing was gone. And then now they're showing pictures of some of the inside, and it's like miraculously, certain parts are miraculously untouched. Yeah, there was a picture from inside. And, Did you see and that? With the cross, the gold cross in the middle of the, of the altar just kind of shining. Hello there, podcasters. You know it, spring is here, and we're getting outside, and we're grilling, and we're just hanging out on our decks. What, you don't have a deck? Maybe your neighbor's got a deck, and maybe you have Deck Envy. Yes, call the best company around. The only company I trust with my home, my biggest investment, my family, Chesterfield Fence and Deck, celebrating 50 years in business. They've been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement with a commitment to put quality and professionalism first in every single thing they do. Fences and decks and sunrooms and screen rooms and patios and retaining walls. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Better Business Bureau Torch Award winner. SBA family-owned small business of the year. And they also got the Big 50 Award featured in Remodeling Magazine. And that honors the top 50 remodelers in the country. Recognizes the industry's best and brightest. That's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. Online at ChesterfieldFence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. So, uh, fellas, I do uh, give back my truck. Over the past couple of days, I've been driving around a Ram 1500. That's a big old truck, huh? You just don't look right in a truck. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah. You, I it, saw you it, drive away yesterday. Weird. I was like, that's a guy that's driving somebody else's vehicle. To be honest with you, it looked very strange. Yeah. You drove away it and felt, I was like, ah. It felt weird. My my Jeep was in the uh, in the shop and a Royal Gate gave me a, a loaner car. And they pull around this giant, giant truck. But inside, I mean, it had all the amenities. I mean, it was a nice, it was a luxurious truck. There's a closet in it with a robe and slippers and everything. I mean, it might as well have been. I mean, the kids loved it. I mean, roomy. I wish I had something to haul. I mean, I had the thing over the weekend. It was, you know, I had a Friday, you know, Saturday, Sunday, gave it back yesterday. But I, I, I wanted to haul something. I had nothing to haul. <laughs> but, what, can, yeah, what can I haul? I'm, I'm not a truck guy. I'm not a truck guy. And I don't think you could become one either. Like, I didn't You're think, right. I didn't think Moon was a truck guy, but now I do. Like, I don't think he looks silly in his car or his truck. What about me? Could I become a truck guy? No. Because I've had my eye on one, but it's not a big-ass one like you drive, Tony, or what you you were driving. It's And it's it's kind of a mid-size one, but it's got everything on it that I would need moving forward. You know what's but funny? I just I can, don't know. I can see him in a Ranger. You know what's funny is I saw him, the, the, the truck that you're looking at, I saw what you're looking at, Yeah. and it sort of is like one of those, like, Almost kind of like an avalanche. Almost kind of like one of those. It's, Ford it's a Explorer Nissan tracks. Frontier, is what it is. Yeah. So it looks like it's an SUV body with a tailgate on it. I don't know what those oh, look yeah. like. Frontiers are cool. It's a, the. It's, remember the white truck that I rented the other day? Yeah. It's one of those only with a ton of stuff on it. Rental cars don't don't come with anything. It's that with stuff it, all over. It basically it. looks like this. Why? Well, I, ca- I could. Yeah, oh, yeah, It's okay. like the Tacoma, but the Nissan version. You know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. That looks like a truck Jeff could drive. Yeah. He would look fine in that or the Honda version of this. Yeah, um, I could see, I I forget see what you driving that. The Edge? The Honda mm-hmm. Edge, is it? The Honda? Oh, no, that's uh, the... Not... Yeah, the Honda truck. 
That's the edge, isn't it? I can see you on a Santa Fe. Ridge line. Ridge line. That's what I said. Edge line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see Jeff in a Santa Fe or a Kia Soul. Oh, thanks. Uh, I used to drive a Santa Fe. I can see you in a Santa Fe. Thanks, man. I used to drive a Santa Fe. I used to drive a Kia Soul. That that truck could not fit in my garage. Mm Mm-mm. Get out of here, really? Oh, we had it. We, it was so huge. Yeah, it was big. I huge. Thought, it's, it kind of sounded like a school bus kind of thing. And not from a diesel standpoint, did it just you, very loud. Did you try to put it in your garage? There was no way. No way. Hmm. You sure? If his can fit, can you Mine fit? does not fit in my garage. Oh, but well, his, but garage is, his garage is... Yeah, yours is lengthwise won't fit, Mine right? long will not fit I in I didn't try. I'll be honest with you. I didn't yeah. try. Because I, I mean, I know your garage. I think it could have fit in there. It would have been... Tight. It would have been a tight squeeze. Yeah. Probably not worth it for a couple of days. Because we uh, we do fit both cars in our garage currently. People are already saying Jeff would never be a truck guy because the trunk goes away. You can get a tonneau cover, it's covered. <laughs> That's, That's right. Bigger trunk. That's right. More space. That's good point. That's right. I do. I did like sitting up high, kind of looking I, yeah. I down will, in a car. It's I will no to go longer from a nice truck to something else. I will no longer ever be able to drive anything else but a truck. Yeah. Yeah. They are truck. I might. I might be able to get away with like an expedition, like a big SUV. But those things are so but expensive. But now, now that I got my Jeep back, it was, you know, I missed you, baby. Oh, boy. I said that. <laughs> I don't want to hear that again. I said that. <laughs> I patted her on the dashboard. I said, missed you, baby. You okay? <laughs> Daddy's here. <laughs> uh, this is a, a huge breakthrough here. And for the first time in world history, scientists have managed to 3D print a human heart. This is a tremendous leap forward wow. in, in medical technology. Researchers at Tel Aviv University did this by using a patient's cells and biological materials. And the lead researcher says this is the first time anyone anywhere successfully engineered and printed an entire heart replete, uh, uh, replete with cells, blood vessels, ventricles, chambers. And this could be huge, especially people on the list for heart transplants. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Now, Think if, if, if they can pull this off successfully in the next decade, let's say. That means, I mean, we're on pace in the next 50 years. We're going to be invincible. We can be robots. Well, spare parts. I mean, we've got That's spare parts. Saying. Our own spare parts. Oh, your liver's failing. Oh, well. Hang on. Let me, go to, let me go to the, the printer. Yeah. Here's financing for a new liver. That being said, though, the heart that they, they produced could not be transplanted because it's too small, about the size of a rabbit's heart. But... It's still a functioning heart. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Baby steps. We're all going to be robots. You know, I, I've never heard of a of a cassowary. Oh, dude, cassowary. I've told you about cassowaries. I told I, I don't know if I told I don't it on know. air. I told you, but remember the last time I was in Australia, what happened? Because these birds are insane. Are they all over the place over there? No. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But the, the one oh. I told you about was in, it's a, it's in a... Um, it's in a zoo. Remember the the park I told you about where you go in and it's just wild uh, kangaroos and you're hanging out yeah. with kangaroos and they got koalas and um, capybaras and. I don't remember you talking about cassowaries. They have one cassowary, and you can get all the way up to the fence next to it. And every time you do, if somebody's around, they go, "Hey, man, don't back away." Like, oh, don't, this don't, thing's the badass. Don't even one, play right? with it. Yeah, well, near the fence. Last Friday in Gainesville, a 75 year old guy was killed by his pet bird. And it was a cassowary. He had it as a pet? Yeah. Which they say is a long-clawed relative of the emu. Yeah. So it looks like a super beautiful emu with a Jurassic Park-looking um, velociraptor talon. The, the San Diego Zoo calls the cassowary the most dangerous bird in the world. Yeah. 
And he, they, the Florida Wildlife Commission considers them to be as lethal as alligators. Wow. Dude, and, and the crazy thing is, they're beautiful until you get up to them and they side-eye you. And when they side-eye you, you're like, that thing wants to kill me. Well, what happened was, apparently this guy fell down and the bird attacked and ripped him apart. Yeah, so if you, you can't see it on there, but if you look it up and just look at their talon, it's razor sharp and it's huge. It looks just like the velociraptor in Jurassic Park. And uh, I'll tell you the story. We went to this park in Australia. It's called the Koala Park something. Mm -hmm. And they have it fenced so they have this big giant area with kangaroos and you 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 know you just kind of walk amongst these grays and and reds and uh yeah you see how it jumps it jumps like a well, kangaroo uh, Patrico's got a video going in the studio yeah they jump and they and they claw claw and what what happened was so the big fence to keep sort of the kangaroos on this side of of whatever then there's another enclosed fence with the cassowary and this guy so at the zoo a few weeks before we got there <laughs> they noticed uh, a car in the parking lot. And they're like, that's weird. Somebody parked their car and left it here overnight. They went in to see if anything was missing or anything was going on. Guy was dead. They found a disemboweled man Ooh. in his car. When they checked the footage, he jumped the fence. He was going to steal a kangaroo or a... Um, and that thing got him? Something else. Didn't realize he jumped into the cassowary Oops. thing. And it, it jumped up, took one swipe, disemboweled him. Yikes. He crawled oh. back over the fence holding his guts in, got oh. in his car, and died in there. Uh. Oh, uh. dude. Can you, you know, imagine? You hear stories all the time of these people with these exotic pets, and they wind up dying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Larry had the lion, right? Yeah, guess how Larry died. Lion ate him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Dude, those birds are crazy looking. Name any weird off-the-wall thing and somebody's got a fetish for it. Am I right, Jeff? Uh <laughs> there is a 40-year-old guy in southern Japan. He got arrested recently for stealing tennis rackets from a high school locker room. Three of them all together. Not planning to sell them. Uh, after he was in custody, he told cops that he really likes the, quote, smell of sweat that seeps into the racket handles. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. You're gross. They had a combined value of about 200 bucks, and he stole them back in August of 20, uh, 2017, and he just got arrested. So it's kind of amazing the cops stayed on the case so long, but I don't know how much jail time he's facing, but that's his thing. You're he's gross. got a fetish for the smell of sweat that seeps into into tennis racket handles. I wonder if he likes like like baseball bats and stuff, too. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm wondering if it's just that. Think about... A tennis racket and the leather on the on the handle, mm -hmm. it does have a distinct smell to it and feel to it, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like shin guards. More than more than a baseball bat. Mm. Stop it. I'm getting all horned up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a, a stigma about urinating in the shower, wouldn't you say? Some of us in this room do it. Some of us don't. Yeah, I do not. I do. I'm I of do. the, it's all, it's all pipes, it's all drains, the uh, Costanza. Right. That's right. The Costanza stance on it. And I am soaping the floor, after all. So there's a stigma, but maybe there shouldn't be. There's an article going viral right now. It's from a, from a website, a science website, making the case for why we should all urinate in the shower. It's because Americans would save 1.3 trillion gallons of, uh, of water a year by not flushing the toilet all those times. But is it gross to urinate in the shower? I mean... I have a, he is pretty clean, so it's fine for it to go down your shower drain. I'm okay with it. And if it's going to save water, I'm going to do my part. 
Nice. 1.3 trillion gallons if we pee in our own showers. Imagine if we pee in each other's showers. Uh Uh-huh. Like if I'm over at your house for a dinner and I got to go, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Can I use your shower? (laughs) Can I use your shower? I really got to go. This is Justice right here, Florida style. Speak sorry. Um, Maybe an overreaction. You make the call. It's an overreaction. You don't know yet. A 71-year-old guy from Florida squirted a woman several times with a water gun filled with his own pee-pee. As she walked her dog in front of his house on Saturday night. Riz, it's an overreaction. I guess it's one of those kind of uh, seaside adult complexes. The 50-year-old woman who got sprayed lives there, too. When questioned, the guy admitted to doing it and was not remorseful in any way. In fact, he said, I'd do it again. <laughs> he was angry that people living in the complex were not curbing their dogs. And he was not going to stand for it anymore. So that's what he did. I'm 71. I'll do it six or seven nah. times a day. I don't care. <laughs> He's looking for nah. uh, looking at a uh, misdemeanor uh, battery charge. So who's got big beards in this room? Tony does. Jeff does. Big bushy beards. Gross. According to this thing right here. <laughs> uh, because according to a new study, uh, men's beards are more likely to be filled with germs and bacteria uh, more than dog fur. And the researcher sampled men's beards and some dog's fur. And they found that 100% of, uh, of the men had high micro, uh, uh, microbial accounts in their facial hair uh, versus about three-quarters of the dogs. I probably have dog hair in my face hair because of <laughs> and almost, cuddling with the dog. Almost half of the men had bacteria in their beards that could make somebody sick. So got that going for you, which mm-hmm. is nice. I think how would it make somebody else sick, though? Like just flying off of me onto your face Maybe. or what? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Well, and finally, I didn't know because if it's that bad, you would think it would make Tony and I sick too because it's right next to our. Faces. Well, maybe you're you're immune to it, like it's your own brand. Like <laughs> it's my own flavor, up, so you built up an immunity to it. So you're 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 not going to get sick off gross things in your own beard. I guess that could be true. Remember, we had the story yesterday for the first time ever. People in a, in the uh, in the general survey uh, cited uh, no religion as oh, yeah. yeah. As far as their beliefs go, mm-hmm. more than evangelicals, more than Catholics, people listed no religion. That was number one. So since our culture is becoming more secular, more secular, more mobile, more casual, traditional, what you'd say, somber funerals are going away and being replaced by personalized end-of-life ceremonies, which tend to be happy, non-religious celebrations of the person who died. In a lot of the cases, it also means the body will not be present at these memorial services. Cremation is now used in more than half of the deaths in the U.S. You know why? Cheaper, and people are concerned about the environment, and because family members now like live spread out from each other and are less able to visit cemeteries. And funeral homes are, are adapting to this. Some funeral homes are hiring event planners, and they're remodeling the places to include things like dance floors and, and lounge areas and even getting liquor licenses. I don't know about a dance floor. At your funeral? Or at a funeral? Imagine you being asked to DJ a funeral. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to say no to that, but I mean, it all depends on the price. Choose Patrigo at gmail.com. But I mean, I I don't believe that that is something that I could get behind. Spread my ashes on the dance floor and then break dance. Well, then have to do like the electric slide. Hey, you know that Graham Graham loved to do the wobble. So (laughs) Grandma died twerking. I don't know if there are any funeral homes in this area with dance floors. I understand the liquor licenses. What if I? What if I sat down? What if I sat down with the with the 
consultation, and they go, hey, no organized line dances. Uh, some of the industry worry that the uh, the party-style end-of-life celebrations may be avoiding the grief of loss. One, like one funeral owner said, you can't pay tribute to someone who's died without acknowledging the death and sadness around it. You still have to dip into reality and not ignore the fact that they're absent now. I think you can do that and then do this if that's what you so choose. Yeah, I don't think currently we're doing the most healthy thing in, in response to death. So, um, You mean with uh, the, the traditional methods? Yeah, because I mean those traditions aren't very long. What's so. your, what's your suggestion then? Like, what would you suggest that uh, I don't be know. the I way mean, to handle it? Ah, if you if cremated and shot mm, out of a cannon. I mean, if you research uh, just a, f- a few hundred different c- cultures, like every culture has a different way of approaching death, and some are truly like celebratory. Even even you know, clo- I mean, if you if you look at Mexico. Uh, they 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 com- they look at death completely differently than, than I know. I've did. seen the movie Coco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like I think there's a lot of different ways, and I don't necessarily think where we are right now with how we treat death mm. is the most healthy. I'm thing. all I'm all in favor of bringing back the Viking funeral. Yeah, just float me out there and shoot a flaming arrow. I like it D- the, because what we do is we, we ignore it in in a, in a lot of ways. I was listening to some podcast uh, that my friends did, and they did it with a mortician who came from, like, four generations of Undertaker, Mortician. And he was just talking about how the business and the culture sort of, like, cycles through and how he sees firsthand families deal with with tragedy and and death and loss and how he feels like it's just not a very healthy psychological approach to it. With the wake and then the service? Yeah, just the way that we we go at it, uh, the business, how the business is sort of circling around Well, it's a big business. Death is a big business. You know how much those coffins cost? Lots. A lot of money. But but also just the tradition of sealing something away. You, you li- were literally like encasing a dead person in, in like a concrete vault. And the psychological sort of um, implications of that is a bit strange. Uh, you know what? Just make your wishes known. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just write it down. Oh, that's what my grandma did. She said that. Write it down. Not only did she want to be put in the wall. It, you know, slid into the, the mausoleum, but there needed to be at least five members of our family to watch her be put in there. From the funeral home, into the car, into the wall. Just make your wishes known. Why? She wouldn't have known. I'll know. take a dance floor. Why did she Why did she want that? <laughs> why did she want that? Because she didn't, A, want him to do anything with her body, and B, she didn't want to be put in the ground because, quote, those goddamn worms. That's what she said. Okay. Right. And that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group family owned for 24 years. Whether you call them an administrative professional or a secretary, Secretary's Week is April 22nd, just around the corner. Time to recognize those who contribute to your success. You don't want to forget, call Walter Knoll Florist and let them take care of thanking those you depend on. Who do you send flowers to? Whoever helps you out. It's the person who makes you look good. Schedule the delivery right now. Give them a call, 1-800-341-ROSE. Or order online, WKF.com. Again, that's 1-800-341-ROSE or WKF.com. It's Walter No Florist. We know flowers. STLMattressDirect.com. Get over the website. See what all of us have been talking about with life-changing sleep. Life-changing mattresses all made here in Missouri. So you're going to get a mattress made for you by a local company. Shop local. Shop smart. Sleep rules. Mattress Direct has changed my life. I got a new bed, a new mattress, a new frame, all of it, just a few weeks ago and noticed a difference the very first night. And I mean that. And they're not working on commission, so they really are concerned with getting 
you the best sleep. So tell them, hey, I'm a back sleeper or hey, I have difficulty with this. They're going to find the mattress that's made for you and then make it for you. They're the difference makers. So get it for yourself. Do it for yourself. Find out what the hype is all about with Mattress Direct because sleep rules. STLMattressDirect.com. Six nine two five five three seven three one four six Walker. We got some tickets to give away. Tickets for WWE Live this Friday over at Enterprise Center. We got tickets to go see Foles next Wednesday over the pageant, and tickets for the just announced Wayback Point Fest, courtesy of your Mid America Chevy dealers and Dakota Grizzly Men's Apparel, featuring Collective Soul, The Urge, Everclear, Gin Blossoms, Living Color, Goldfinger, Stir, and Cowboy Mouth. Saturday, August thirty first. At the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. So let's do this. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- And Tony, the contest is... Finishing move or sex move. Right. Explain. Uh, we will basically give you a term. You have to tell us if it is a wrestling finisher or if it is a very, very descriptive, very, very interesting sex move. Okay. Well, we'll try to give you the description. Yeah. As best we could. It'll it be a, a strong try. It is a sex move. Uh, Jeff is currently... Uh, on one of them, literally the only word I can say is ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is, uh, has got his, his eyeglasses at the bridge of his nose trying to research. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. You said this round is tough. I believe so. Okay. Well, let's see how our first contestant does. And we have Chris in St. Charles. Hello, Chris. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, Chris. All right, let's say you do. Is it a finishing move or is it a sex move? Your first term is the anchor. That is a finishing move. That is a finishing move. Nice. By who? Uh, I think it's Kari Sane is how you say it or Carrie Sane. I don't know who that is. but She's, is. A, she's an NXT female wrestler. The anchor is a finishing move. One more right. You win. Here we go. All right. The Salisbury Swamp Sock. That is a sex move. The Salisbury Swamp Sock is a sock All right, what do you want there, Chris? I'll take uh, Way Back. Way Back Point Fest happening on August 31st at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Hang on one second. We will get your info. And, Jeff, what is the Salisbury Swamp Sock? Well, you know how uh, when you're having the intercourse and sometimes you use protection, sometimes you don't, right? Uh-huh. Well, this is where you don't use that protection, and then right before you get to the finish line, you know how some people wear socks on their feet, uh-huh. and then some people use those socks as opposed to protection, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then the person that you're having the intercourse with, that's part of what they wear uh, when they go to work. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Salisbury Swamp Sock. And uh, by the way, uh, tickets for Wayback Point Fest go on sale this Friday at noon. I Point feel Club pre-sale Thursday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. I feel so much worse that he was able to describe it. Like, I feel so bad right now. <laughs> it, that's probably the last one I'm really going to be able to do by myself. I may need help. All right, Nick in Bethalto. Hello, Nick. Good morning. Happy birthday, Rick. Thank you, sir. Here we go. Sex move or finishing move? The suspension bridge. That's a sex move. That is a sex move. They're doing yes. better than I thought. Yes, indeed, Nick. Uh, Jeff, the suspension bridge. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the, so the girl is, let's say she's laying on her belly. 
Uh-huh. And then there's two guys. And they're oh, okay. I get him. I got to suspend her in the air. I got to suspend her in the air. Yeah. I can, I could, I'm picturing it now. Yeah. All right, Nick, one more right. You win. Here we go. It, it's way right. more than that, too, by the way. Is, is it way more? I, I mean, it's stuff you can't, we can't even begin to say. You okay. can't even begin <laughs> to describe it. Play and swing. Yeah. All right, Nick, your next one. Here we go. All right. The Tallahassee Night Train. Finishing move. The Tallahassee Night Train is a sex move. Ooh. Uh, and probably a good one, Jeff. Remember that sock from earlier? Yeah. That's when you hit somebody in the face with it. Okay. <laughs> All right, last one here, Nick. You got this right. You All win. right. The Vertigo. Finishing move. Hey! Nice. It is a finishing move. Thank God. Well Thank done. God. Nick, what do you want? WWE. WWE Live Friday over at awesome. Enterprise Center. You Thank are you. going to see some of your favorite WWE superstars in action. Okay, now the winner. Let's go to Kelsey. Hello, Kelsey. Hi. 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 Here we go. Finishing move or sex move? The Manchurian Handshake. Ooh, I'm going to say finishing move. No, that is a sex move. Jeff, what is it? The Manchurian just, Handshake. You know how sometimes if Riz owns a business and there's a delivery and the front door's not open yet? Yeah. So you say go around there. And then if that delivery's not going well, that you could somehow take one. Yeah, Riz, over. mute the mic for a second. Yeah. Mute okay, the hang on. Hang on. All right, ready? Oh, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, all right. You can't. This all right. Just... There's no way to even describe that. No, I don't all know. Right. Okay. Uh, okay, you got that wrong. Next. The Chicago snowstorm. I'm going to say sex move. That is a sex move, yes. Oh. One right. Jeff? Instead of the sock, <laughs> it's a fan, and you're standing behind it. Okay. <laughs> Last one. Please. The rear view. Ooh. I'm going to have to say sex move. Ooh. Incorrect. Sorry. That is a finishing move. That is a finishing move. By who? Naomi. Ooh. Sorry. It could be. I mean, the move could be a sex move. (laughs) If you see her do it, it could definitely be a sex move. All right, Kyle. Hello. Hello, Kyle. Here we go. Finishing move or sex move? Your first term is the sparkle splash. Um, sex move. That is a finishing move. Oh, damn. Oh, you got to get this right. The Utah standoff. I'm going to go with a sex move. You'd be right. You'd be right. Jeff? Uh, that's two men who are typically Mormon will lock eyes and then give each other handshakes. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the old Utah standoff. Huh? <laughs> that's so silly. All right, last one. You get this right, you win. The million dollar moment. I'm gonna have to go with finishing move. Ooh, wrong. Uh, Sorry. That is a sex move. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. What is the million dollar moment? Uh, just you have you make love to this young lady just to the edge of killing her, basically. 
You literally put her on life support, is what it says. <laughs> what? Keep going. Uh, and then, like Clint Eastwood in Million Dollar Baby, you pull the plug so she dies. Oh, my God. It's what she would want. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally going out on top. Oh, my God. I can't believe you gave away the ending of Million Dollar Baby. That's messy. <laughs> hey, podcasters, Jeff Burton talking about the Missouri Department of Conservation. If you haven't gone out and checked it out yet, you really should, especially now. The weather is fantastic. Everything is turned. There's buds everywhere. There's turtles walking around. If you're digging the hiking, now's the time to do it. Uh, hiking, fishing, hunting, bird watching, checking out the trees. You can go to where you get your apps and get the Mo Outdoors app, and you will find an amazing conservation area near you. Jeff Burton, 105.7, to follow my journey out in the woods, or 105.7, the point com slash hiking. We're putting together a big group hike, and I want you to be there. 1057thepoint.com slash hiking. Hey, if you're like me, your allergies may be kicking your butt, so why don't you go to Victory Men's Health and take advantage of some of their amazing IV drips. Get yourself feeling better. Whether it be erectile dysfunction, baldness, adult acne, or you're just not feeling like you anymore, Victory Men's Health, they can help you out. They've helped me. They've helped Jeff Burton. Now let them help you. You don't have to sit there and make excuses anymore. Get your journey started by going to VictoryMensHealth.com. Again, the website is VictoryMensHealth.com. They will help you out. They'll get you starting to feel like you again. It's Victory Men's Health. Be you again. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, don't forget, we're going to make our real or fake pick soon. 1057thepoint.com slash cans, week number five in our competition. And speaking of real or fake, Thursday, Jeff Burton, Hot Shots in O'Fallon, Illinois. He'll be there from five to seven. It's your chance on the Illinois side to pick up the Jeff Burton sexy punishment calendar. Yeah, I wouldn't tell you what to expect Thursday night, but I didn't know what to expect the last time we did this, but there was a line, so I don't know if I, if you should get there early, maybe. Maybe get there at 445, maybe right at 5 o'clock. I don't know. But uh, Bring a credit or debit card. Yeah. No cash. No cash. Don't do a picture and sign it. And uh, It was a thing last time for some reason. Everybody had, them, had me sign them on their birthday on the actual oh, calendar. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah, so do that, I guess. That's a good idea. Yeah. I Do we have video of some of the reactions when people open up the calendar for the first time, like, I would like to see their faces. Oh, that'd be, yeah, that would have been really good to do the other night. Well, maybe we, could do that, maybe we could do that at uh, at the uh, Illinois Hot Shots. Okay. Like, I, I just want to see the look on... It's one thing for us to talk about. Right. Moon, put in a thing, ticket. It's another thing for you to see it. Right. Yeah. Hold it in your hand. Oh, there it is. There's, oh, September. It's pretty startling, that's for sure. Sexy August. So five to seven hot shots, O'Fallon, Illinois, on Thursday. And now, crap on celebrities. The best right. reaction we heard we had at uh, Hot Shots the other night was, "Oh my God, that is so gross." That was the best one right there. That was Tommy the boss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. Normally, when I say something about an actor or an actress or some sort of entertainer that passed away and the name doesn't ring a bell, I'll say, oh, the face will ring a bell. This one will be face will bring, ring a bell, but also voice. Her name is Georgia, and last name is E-N-G-E-L. She was from the Mary, Mary Tyler Moore show. So in this audio clip, it's Mary oh. Tyler Moore first, but you're going to know the voice, too. Okay. Here we go. Boy, I tell you, it's times like these, I really miss Rhoda. I bet you do. 
What would Rhoda say if she were here? Oh, I don't know that it's anything that she'd say. She'd just listen, I guess. Are you sure all Rhoda would do is that voice? just listen? Well, I guess about no? here is where Rhoda would have made a joke, you know, to sort of relieve the tension. I'm sorry, I'm not very good at jokes. <laughs> That's okay. No, I guess I'm just really thing. tense about tomorrow. So, what was she in? She was in two things that you may know her from. Number one, Jeff, are you going to say this? No, no, go ahead. Number one, she was in Coach. She was not in RoboCop, no. Uh, RoboCop (laughs) 2? Stop it. She was in Coach. She was also in Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, Okay. I I know the face. Her smile like that. I know the face. Not super, super old. 70 years old. Oh, really? On Mary Tyler Moore show, she must have been 15 or something. I don't know. Huh. Uh, but here's the way from that's the thing nobody knows because she was a Christian scientist so she did not consult doctors once whatever happened started happening so huh. we do, at least as of right now don't know cause of death so uh yeah bold strategy don't know if it's gonna pay off but Lori Laughlin and her husband Massimo Gianulli have now pleaded not guilty Massimo Gianulli. Uh, to the charges of fraud and uh, money laundering, if things don't go their way, they could end up in jail for 40 years in prison. Not okay. jail, prison, sorry. Even though, obviously, that ain't going to happen. Oh, you, it's you... a Massimo in a jail. <laughs> would you like any dessert with that? <laughs> I'm in a jail. And if you remember, they, I wonder had, if he's Italian. they had a chance to uh, take a plea deal last week, like Felicity Huffman did, and a bunch of other parents involved in this. This is from that college admission scandal, obviously. At that point, they were only facing fraud charges. But the money laundering charge was added for her and her husband and more than a dozen of the parents who decided not to plead guilty. So we shall see if that helps or not. I had designed the printers, uh, prison uniforms. <laughs> Uh, former NFL player Reggie Bush set up a GoFundMe page in hopes of raising uh, about $100,000 for Nipsey Hussle's kids. He even started it off really well with a $10,000 donation himself. Nice. That fundraiser, gone from the internet. Anybody would like, and all of them, gone from the internet. You know why? Nipsey Hussle's family said, thank you, no, we're good. Because he said he was a he was a really good daddy because he set them up good. He made sure his two children would never have to rely on other people for money. He owned all of his master recordings still, his marathon clothing store, and he set up multiple trust funds to make sure his kids and his family would never have to have a handout. Huh. Now, depending on where you look, I googled, and Google says he's worth eight million dollars at the time of his death. Really? So the kids were set up. Yeah, that's, that's good. Dude. Playing it. Yeah. Absolutely. Justin Bieber getting sued by that photographer that he accidentally drove over. Remember this? This was back in 2017. Oh, yeah. He was leaving a church event. He was in a big, giant-ass truck. Yeah, 2500, a Dodge Ram 2500. He was in a truck, but, I mean, these photographers wouldn't leave him alone. Yeah. And they were behind the car. Right. Here's what that sounded like. What's up with you, B? How you been, my man? Oh my God! Here, here, here! Get, get, come over! Come over here! Come over here! Don't run him over, Justin! This is what I hate, and I know I'm the guy who does the celebrity news. And a lot of the celebrity news we get from the your TMZs of the world, yeah, which employ the paparazzi, which is what this guy is. He's a paparazzi. You hear a giant truck start up, you move. Here's the other thing that I hate about these guys is their attitude towards these celebrities. A lot of them could give two craps about the celebrities' happiness, 
if you go back to that audio and listen to, it's very subtle, but it's, everybody's going, eh, Justin, eh, eh. and when you, you hear the car door shut, hear them giggle like <laughs> this guy. What's up with you, B? How you been, my man? Again, we're Hey, giant truck starting up. Let me back away. Oh, oh, oh my God. Justin! Oh, my God. Yeah, and if you remember correctly, didn't he get out and was, like, mortified and tried to help the guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he came I'm, out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he tried to help the guy. As the story goes, according to the cops, he stayed on the scene until the cops arrived at uh, to take a report. Police eventually decided not to pursue any criminal charges against Bieber, chalked it all up to an accident, partially because the cameras flashing blinded him when he was trying to drive. Cobb said, also said the photographer uh, uh, shouldn't have been standing in the street. And guess what? Right after this happened, he was was taken to the hospital. He said, hey, no big deal. Isn't that something? He's a good kid, though. I think the truck was a little bit too big for him, though, because there's no way he could see over the front. It was the slope it was on. But like I said, he got out. He was compassionate. He's a good kid. Okay. Accidents happen. Case dismissed. There you go. You shouldn't have, oh, you shouldn't have recorded anything, you dummy. Or he's now lawyered up and he's suing. Of course he is. Man, this is one of those like a... It's like a symbiotic relationship. It's where, like, the little bird that sits on top of the rhino, you know, like, they all... We all help each other out. Yeah, yeah. We need each other. And every once in a while, maybe the bird found itself under the rhino's foot and got squished. It's rhino's fault! Which by, which, by the way, the real quick, the reason that they're giggling and laughing when he gets in the truck, he, like, he like gives them a... as he's getting in the truck. So he's now, all of a sudden, say, negligent... And the way he pulled into the street, he says he's uh, suffered permanent disability, emotional damages, and general damages. He will Get not the f- say out of here. it did not say uh, what he's suing for, like the amount. So all of a sudden, he ain't feeling so good. The eighth season, I'm sorry, season eight premiere of Game of Thrones uh, brought in a series record of 17.4 million viewers Sunday night. Wow. That includes 11.8 million television viewers who watched it on HBO. The rest were viewers who watched two encore presentations combined with uh, the streaming with the HBO Go and the HBO Now apps. Is that just the U.S.? Yes, son of a bitch, I don't know. It just says it had the, quote, largest night of streaming activity ever for HBO. Huh. Previous record for the show was the season seven finale, 16.9 million viewers. I heard it was going to be in the 20s. That's got to be That's got to be U.S. only. Maybe maybe between those two I statements, heard it was maybe be in that's the 20s. what it is. I was hearing estimates of 23. I mean, 17 mil for a for an HBO show is huge. Yeah. It's, that's big. That's a success. But it's up more than a million uh, viewers from the season seven. You didn't get yet. me. No, nope, not yet. Not me yet. I didn't rope you in. <laughs> not yet. I'll get there. We've been talking about Nickelodeon bringing back several different shows, and uh, one of them is that show All That. You're saying it wrong. I'm sorry. It's All That. It's All That. All That. <laughs> Uh, SNL's Kenan Thompson, he's coming back. He's actually producing the reboot. And he says that everybody is coming back, and he names everybody who was on the original. But he still wants to get who? Who has it? Who is he not uh, actually talked Amanda to Bynes? yet? Amanda Bynes. He wants Amanda Bynes to come back. He said she'd be more than welcome uh, to come do a cameo of some sort. He hasn't talked to her since the show ended or whatever. She's back in, uh, I believe, a hospital, isn't she? I know she was at last, a point. I don't know if she still last is. Last we read, I think she was back in a hospital. Yeah. She was awesome on that show. Never saw it. Super, super, super young. My gosh. I mean, she really was, young. She was talented, man. Yeah. And then she got her show because of that. 
Um, and then uh, it looks like it's a summer premiere. And uh, he says, man, I-, I would love for her to come back. And all the original people will probably just be a cameo because according to him, it's all new kids. And he said they're amazing, fantastic. And so it's a new cast, but the old guys might do some cameos. Uh, Taylor Swift continued to tease everybody about new music, posting three more pictures on her Instagram feed. See if you can figure out what's going on here, okay? okay. I know you're a Swifty. One of two hands adorned, uh, there's there's one of two hands adorned with heart-themed rings tugging at a bright yellow suit jacket. Another of a lacy pink ruff with lacy pink ruffles, and then a third of her cats. It's got to be in a new record. That's what. It's got to be in a new album. Oh, see, I think it's another sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, nope. and she's writing the. Uh... That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. So the, there's a caption. Uh, four. Of course, point... she's going to be in the new RoboCop. Oh, really? Oh, that'd be so cool. Mm. 4.26 is the caption. And if you go to April and then the words 26.com, it redirects to her website. So April 26th? So I'm thinking song or this album. This the day the Avengers movie comes out. <gasps> is she in She's the Avengers? She's in the new Avengers. Mm-hmm. Gotta be it. She's actually Thanos. That's what so. I thought. Remember uh, that Billie Eilish, uh, she debuted at the Coachella over there and she forgot her lyrics to her song uh, first how ever. How could we forget? Yeah. That does this. They Ooh, do. she hit a bra too. Did you hear that? She yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They do uh, interviews with these big celebrities playing with puppies. You ever see that? No. It's like they're sitting, they did it with Brie Larson, they just did it with Billie Eilish. That's hilarious. Like they sit them on the floor and they ask them questions. And they're just and they puppies. Just release puppies. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how much I love puppies. Oh, that is true. Uh, so, yeah, even though she did that, uh, her al- her new al- album debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart. So I'm sure that had turn. nothing to do with her. I mean, if you could just imagine remembering the lyrics, it might help. Well, the record, but even though I wasn't at Coachella, she forgot her own words, so a nope. Uh, speaking of Coachella, uh, not her, not Ariana Grande, but guess who's getting uh, the most pub today from a performance at Coachella? It's one of the DJ sets. Because oh. The- uh, Idris, Idris Elba. Elba? No. No, but from what it's I not. read, like that, I guess when Idris Elba, the actor who's also a DJ, I guess they do the DJ sets in a hangar. Yeah. Said it was packed. Yeah. Oh, it, when if you see the, once you see the video of what we're about ready to play, it's ridiculous the amount of people that are in front of there. Uh, but Tony, this is for you. Remix. <laughs> Uh, the DJ's name is spelled J-A-U-Z. I don't know if it's pronounced Jaws or Jazz or... J-A-U-Z? Yeah, J-A-U-Z. Jaws? Maybe. I, I'm not real sure, but... Jaws. It's funny because the videos... Man, uh, you see that short? Jaws. Jaws, man. The video uh, is up on the blog. It's like maybe two minutes long, and you see people just going, yeah! And then for about after about a minute, they're like, okay, right. we're doing that to that. <laughs> Uh, tax day was yesterday, right? I hope everybody did what they needed to do. But just because you're dead doesn't mean the IRS isn't coming after you because they're coming after Scott Weiland's estate. Uh, looks like the, he he owes the Texas, I'm sorry, the Texas California State Tax Franchise Board almost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. 
Uh, that's well, actually that's something from in the past. He owes eight hundred nineteen thousand dollars in unpaid taxes. So they go after the estate. My goodness, yeah. Federal income from twenty twelve to twenty fourteen. So they're going after him and his. It looks like his last wife, Mary, is the one who's on the hook for oh, it. Boy. Unfortunately, yeah. How, see, I wonder how much he left. Oh, you know what? It did say that he he was not doing well. She she constantly said right after his death that he. It's not like he was a super millionaire or yeah. anything. Yeah. It, it doesn't say exactly how much yeah, he yeah, had I remember left, when, he, when he passed away, it was they said how much he had. And I was like, oh, that, that's it. Oh, Average yeah. annual royalties income of almost 265 So it's right around there, I would imagine, something like so that. So 265000 comes in just from That's what it looks old. like, yeah. Annual, average annual royalty income, yeah. That ain't bad. I know you're a fan of Metallica. A lot of people in this room are. Uh, uh, Kirk Hammett says that they got so much material that they're ready to do another record, or at least he is. He doesn't want to wait a whole bunch of years to do the next one. I so. enjoyed the last one. He said, Kiss puts out an album like every eight months. We don't have to wait eight years between albums. <laughs> I don't know if they do. Kiss really puts out a record every eight months, but he just wants to get going again. You know what I mean? Uh, Ariana Grande said at Coachella Sunday night included an appearance by NSYNC, as we all know. Well, Justin wasn't there, as we all know. And it's not like he hates everybody. He was actually into possibly doing it, but his schedule, he was doing, I think, the last uh, night of his, his own tour. His own tour. Uh, but the guys at NSYNC said it was such a huge success that they may actually do new music and a tour with or without Justin Timberlake. So they're open to him coming, but if, the, if he doesn't want to join, they're going to do it anyway. Hmm. Would there be Could a- NSYNC be NSYNC without Justin Timberlake? I just don't know. I don't know. One other quick about her performance, though. Apparently, the owner from Coachella is a guy named Philip Anschutz. And he has this reputation of being this guy that's donated money to anti-LGBT Christian groups in the past. And if you look him up, that's the wrong blanket statement to make, first of all. Uh, but Ariana Grande finished her set with a huge rainbow pride flag uh, on the video screens. And a lot of people went, man, that's a big F you to this guy. Okay, and as how, you, much, how much did you get paid for her? It's funny you say that because that's where I was going. $8 million ah. for Coachella. And if she knew that this guy was supposedly anti-gay, throwing up a, a rainbow isn't really going to flush the system, is it? $8 million off for her. Yeah. She could probably do two, so well, one... Last weekend, and isn't there another Coachella this weekend? Yeah, but I think it's different headliners each weekend. Is it? I, th- I thought I, it it's was a two day. weekend thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. Coachella? Yeah. Don't you Coachella? <laughs> Do you even Coachella? No, I don't. Bruh. So I wonder if it's because this guy is a is a practicing Christian that they kind of lump him into the anti and conservative. Thing. You know, I looked him up because that is a blanket statement and I didn't want to just say that. And, you know, he donated money to conservatives in the 2016, you know, uh, election. But does, does that necessarily mean? And his there was a quote in his Wikipedia saying, look, if any, and this guy has money everywhere. He's one of the founding fathers of the MLS. He used to own a bunch of the teams. I've heard the name before. Yeah, uh, a, he's the A in AEG Live or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And any he said, anytime any of my businesses or whatever, charities, if I find out they donate to something like, you know, he fixes it. It's just because you donate to conservatives doesn't mean you're anti-gay. Man, anyway, the first sorry. Coachella, I still, every time I look up the lineups, I'm like, damn. The first one, the headliners were Beck, Tool, and Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, that's cool. And now it's Childish Gambine, Impala, and Ariana Grande. And I think they play both weekends. 
I believe so. It doesn't. Oh, really? It doesn't list it another one. one. Hmm, okay, no. my bad. Never been, so I don't know. Uh, I know you were a big fan of that uh, marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Uh, if you're a, a fan of St. Louis's own Sterling K. Brown, and season, who isn't? Season three, he's joining. She wanted him and went out and got him, and he's. Boy, and he's what a good joining. show that is! If, if I, re- I highly recommend that. Thing. Have you watched Shrill on Hulu yet? No. That's uh, that sh- that show with that Aidy Bryant from, oh, SNL, from SNL, the bigger yes. girl, and that's what the show is about. It's about a girl trying to take hold of her life, not lose weight, but just be accepted. And man, I've only watched a little bit of it, but it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because the guy good? that she's dealing with is like calling her fat, and yeah, yeah, run away. You're so fat, you can't even probably run far enough to get away from me. That sort of stuff. It's super uncomfortable. Well, it has been picked up for a second season. Uh, Lauren Michaels from SNL is one of the producers, and she said, I'm doing both. I'm going to try to do both as long as I possibly can. One other thing, Ronda Rousey uh, probably going to be quitting WWE for a little while. She's going on what she calls an impregnation vacation. She's been talking about wanting to have a kid. Rumor is that's why she lost the other night in What do you mean? Jeff, she broke her hand. After she broke her hand, yeah. then she went, hey, the next thing to do is get pregnant. So if you're a big fan of her in the wrestling world, looks like she's she going to be. She quote unquote broke her hand. I think she for real broke her hand. So she's going on an impregnation impreg- vacation. Impregnation vacation. We call Bye. it pulling the goalie. <laughs> you pull the goalie. There. Bye. Uh, your crappy birthdays, Gina Carano. Speaking of MMA, uh, a chick, she is awesome, and she is angel dust in Deadpool. Right. Yep. Yes, that's a nice looking woman. Uh, Riz, I don't know how to say this guy's name. Uh, he's the guy that sang that Rico Suave song. Oh, it's Gerardo. <laughs> he's 54. Martin Lawrence is 54. John Cryer, 54. Bill Belichick is 67. Uh, former Pope Benedict is uh, the 16th is 92. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He's the man behind Roses Are Red, the song Mr. Lonely, and his number one smash hit, Blue Velvet. He's got a theater in Branson, and if you've been to a German wedding, you've more than likely heard his version of the beer barrel polka. Bobby Vinton is 84 years young today. Still alive, huh? Still alive. If you would have asked me if Bobby Vinton's alive, I would have said no. And to be honest with you, I don't think he's in great shape. I think, didn't he have a stroke or something a few years back? He's not, he's not in great shape. I believe in the movie, my favorite movie, Goodfellas, there is a Bobby Vinton reference. There is. I've seen Bobby Vinton in concert maybe... Eight times. I was probably seven years old, and we were at a restaurant, and they were doing a live radio show, and he was there, and I raised my hand, and I go, I've seen a lot of shows in Branson, and by far, yours is the best. And he goes, how the hell old are you? Roses on <laughs> And a lot of people know that Mr. Lonely song. You just don't realize it because Akon sampled it in one of his songs, that song Lonely. That's Bobby Vinton. Neat. All right. <laughs> uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Saki St. Germain. And today's birthday girl has been pounded more than a trailer park during a tornado in 435 fine films, including Dong Show Volume 4, <laughs> Granny's Gone Wild, Backstage Entrance Volume 2, in a movie called Welcome to My Face, and who can forget her unforgettable role in, hey, what's this lesbian doing in my pirate movie? Saki St. Germain is 59 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Hey, it's comedian Nick DiPaolo, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Hey, happy birthday, Riz, you big girl. They just had a picture of Jordan, Jordan Bennington up on the uh, up on the screen. Blues play tonight, 8.30. And, man, I forget how young he is. I mean, he's 25, so as far as... Uh, there, there are there are people in the NHL that are, that are a lot younger. Sure, twenty years old, nineteen, some cases. 
But man, he looks young, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Like if I was working at a at a convenience store, I would card him for cigarettes. <laughs> now, let me see some ID. But I can't imagine as as somebody you know 25 years old the pressure he's got to be under. Sure seems to be handling it though. Yeah. He seems to be handling it great. Or any you know professional athlete. The pressure, man. You got to have a nerves of steel to be a pro athlete. Yeah, but I think goalies too. Especially goalies have. I mean, that's that's what they're built for. It's one of the things that made them goalies and probably attracted them to uh, to the net. Yeah, you have to have a certain mindset yeah, to be a goalie. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're you're after the control of it, the pressure of it. Yeah, and, and listen, you talk to any any player, they'll say goalies are weird. Yeah. <laughs> I like, kind you know they do they they're they're quirky. Weird people, just leave them alone. Let them do their thing. Whatever they're, works for them. They're the drummers of the hockey team. Yeah, yeah the drummers and the catchers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're the... You got to be a different breed, for sure. I mean, how many parents go, whatever sport it is, if there's a goalie? Gosh, I hope my kid is the goalie. None do. Well, for me, with my son playing hockey, Dad, I'm thinking about trying out to be goalie. I don't want to carry that equipment around. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I said the same thing. How is this going to affect my <laughs> life, right. son? I said the same thing. I, I uh... I was like, I want to play. I want to play hockey. And my dad goes, Oh, it's too expensive. I was like, I'd love to be a goalie. And he goes, Stop thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to put the, you know, those those leg pads in. I don't think I could fit that in the car. Son. Yeah, you got so bigger yeah. bags than everybody else. He, he was like, He's like, yeah. Stick the roller hockey. Here, you're done with this. That's my leg is the only thing that two teachers can afford. You know, I think right up there with being a goalie in the NHL, especially a playoff. A playoff scenario, I think real or fake is right up there too. Oh my gosh, this is what a what a pressure filled situation this is. Boobs go bouncy when you dance, worthy of a second glance. If you think your boob just get in the way, you are wrong. Boobs are great. I wanna grab them, I wanna shake them, I wanna knock knock because boobs. I wanna squeeze them, I wanna slap them, I wanna punch them because boobs. Oh, come on. Bring him back. Boobs. Folks, here we are, week number five in our competition, sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Check out the cans in question. Everybody locked out last week, except for one man. King Scott, look at him, all, all by his lonesome in Thank first you. place. Thank you. The only one who got points last week. It's lonely up here. Don't get too cocky there, pal, because <laughs> that is a recipe for you becoming not in first place. At least they get two for one week. You become the cellar dweller. Uh, King Scott, you are in the lead with 10 points. Myself and Jeff Burton, seven points. And Moon and Tony Patrico in the cellar with six points. Still early in the competition. 21 points, finishes it out. And it's the, uh, what are we calling this? You said your ass is on the line. Your ass is on the line punishment. Yeah. Yeah. So shot with the airsoft gun, uh, air, airsoft gun every day for the next competition until it ends. Max three shots, depending on how how close you are to, to first place. All right, shall we get into it? 
Sure. Let's do it. One point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you two points if you're right. Zero points locked out if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. So let's begin with a description of photo number one, please. Photo number one, a lovely lady here who has a uh, red and black uh, lacy bra. Lots of straps here. This is a, well, this is a nice a, bra. This is, a, this is an expensive bra here. Lots of straps. There seems to be a bow right here in the middle. Uh, these are giant cans here. Mm -hmm. These are very giant cans. Yeah, this is a nice bra, too. That's a going out one. That's a going out bra. It is. All right, I'm going to make the first pick, and I'm going to say real for photo number one. Real for me. Tony. I'm going to go real as well. And Moon. Uh, I went good for her, real. And Jeff Burton. I went real too, Riz. And your current king of cans. I went real. Okay. All real, photo number one. And on to photo number two. Photo number two. Uh, this is a lady that's got a puppet dog bra on. Oh, those there's, are dogs. There's some little yes. dogs on this bra, and this is a straight-up booby mugshot. I mean, when I hear booby mugshot, this is exactly what I think. Yeah, uh, there up, is some uh, some ink work that is being uh, blurred out here, so I guess to not give away well, anything. To protect the identity of yep. the submitter. Uh, so. my, my toughest one, I, I could not figure this out. I went back and forth. Uh, real fake, real fake. I couldn't. Oof, I'm going to go to Moon. Moon. Um, good for her, real. Moon went real. King Scott. I went real as well. Jeff. Real. I ultimately, end, uh, ultimately landed on real, so I'm going to stick with that. Real. And Tony. Real. Okay. I thought this would be the one somebody would step out on. Yeah. And I was wrong. Okay, and finally, photo number three. Photo number three here, giant cans. Massive giant cans. Don't know what she's wearing. This is like a, a half shirt, because you can see a little bit of skin here, a little bit of belly here. Uh, you it's see, like a mesh. It's like a mesh shirt. Yeah. I, or I mean, this is, this is fancy. I, I, I don't know where she's at either. We see a little calendar back here. Is that a work calendar? Is that a uh, It's house? a John Deere tractor calendar. Yeah, so I'm not <laughs> sure, but regardless. Oh, this is the back room of Dickie Bub, isn't it? This, these things are in <laughs> yo face. Yeah, they for sure are. Jeff, real number three. Okay, real. Tony. Real. I want real as well. Moon? Wow, good for her. Real. And King Scott? I went real. Okay, nobody has gone fake on any of the cans. Nobody willing to step out. Again, I thought number two. Somebody would have gone fake, but... Let's see what uh, what's going on with the locks. Your most confident pick? Two points if you're right. Zero points locked out, regardless of your other picks, if you are wrong. So we'll go with Tony Patrico first, your lock of the week. I have locked in real number one. Lock number one, real. Moon. I locked in real number three. Woo. Jeff Burton, your lock of the week. Real number two. Whoa. Yep. I have locked in reel number three. Ooh. And King Scott, your lock of the week. 
I locked in real number three. Oh, damn. Man, two lock islands, bruh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Well, a couple different scenarios here as far as the results go Friday. So if Tony's locked out, you slide. For, well, it, it, I mean, it re- we really can't even do this. Can't even do it because it depends on. Because everybody's got different place. locks. Yeah. yeah. So we, can, we really can't do any of this. We just got to wait and to see what happens on Friday. We do. The big reveal on Friday. Thank you very much. We took, much, we, we took what had potential to be an incredibly boring, mundane reveal, and we just made it. Yes, we did. The Rizzuto Show. So, Blues play tonight. I guess TV coverage starts at 8.30. Puck drop, I, I would say, after all the, the anthems and the pomp and the circumstance. I think 40, 8.45. There's pomp, circumstance, and shenanigans, too, I think. Yeah, I see, uh, you know, Jeff's got his uh, blues hat on, and Tony's got his... Blue shirt on. I'm wearing an ACDC shirt, which totally makes sense because I'm sure ACDC will be played at some point tonight in the arena. Yeah, that's why you wore that shirt. Yeah, I looked at you and went, man, he's wearing blue stuff. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Uh, You know, Moon came in from uh, from the bathroom. And not too long ago, and I guess uh, I guess the ESPN station was playing, yeah, kind of on the loudspeakers in the hallway. And you commented on how some people are just so over the top, passionate, and sometimes they get angry, yeah, when it comes to sports. I understand that. I I, I enjoy oh, yeah. that. And I have emotions invested in teams, and contrary to the character that I play on the radio, I really do enjoy but, sports. I'm a big fanatic. But to a point, though. Right. Yeah. To to a. I mean, I, w- I will say I have been affected by certain things. World Cups and soccer teams and Cardinals here and even Blues have, have gotten, you know, I've invested emotions into Have you gotten to the I, point of violence? I, I keep, no. I keep la- I'm chuckling over here because myself and Moon had a conversation on Saturday. I was watching the Blues game on Friday night with just me and my wife. The kids were at, at my parents' house watching it. And for some reason, when Ryan O'Reilly scored the go-ahead goal, what came out of my mouth was something that I never would say ever, but as as just casually as me. No, nope. I said, <laughs> I said, with as much enthusiasm and pat, I screamed it. I went, "Effing right, baby bitches!" <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, passion, man. Passion, you know, brings weird things out of you. Yeah, violence. And what was I mean? What was the the topic on? ESPN. Um, I don't know exactly what the topic was, but what what I heard was when I walked by, I heard never, and it's an older guy, never in my entire life have I ever been so upset watching a Cardinals game. And I was like, goodness, wow, that is a what statement. the hell? Listen, happened? I know they lost yesterday. I mean, we had some rough years in yeah, the 80s, late early 80s, 90s. Man. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is still the beginning of the season. Oh, there was, wow. games you were not this mad in 84? Come on. There was some reason for some <laughs> frustration yesterday, but I don't know if it would be the opportunity Never. for you to be the most mad. Yeah, it Never. Was, it was a the drama. maddest uh, yeah. ever. It was a drama line, and I was like, wow. I mean, it got me worried. I was sitting there at the urinal just to. I mean, it's is, not, it's not September. It's not late August. I mean, we still it's it's April still. Yeah, it's not like anybody's you know talking magic numbers yet or anything. It's okay. Well, I wasn't There's sure what time. happened. I, I was wondering if somebody charged an ump or something. So I came in. I was like, did something happen to the game last night? Have that you I ever know met of? somebody so passionate about sports and you and, and you, you don't know how passionate they are until they do something so stupid because of sports that you go, I can't be friends with this person. Hmm. 
No, but I have friends where I go, I shouldn't be friends with you because, because of the way you Because of act. the way they act? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I saw somebody punch somebody over a football game. So I was like, oh, that guy is not a man. Hey, yeah, I don't the need other to be thing friends is, with that person. Dude, I mean, I, now it's one and a half, but I'm going into the game last night. The Cardinals were like a half game out of first. But so it's never not like have it's I ever. over. Well, I bring up that that whole doing something so dumb. I can't, I can't be associated with this person. I don't want to be friends with you. So during the Masters on Sunday afternoon... Okay, there was a bad storm in Georgia. Right, which is why they, they moved. I right. mean, that's why they moved some of the stuff around yeah. because of the storms in the area. So, exactly. So, the local news in Georgia interrupted coverage of the Masters to do a tornado watch. And their female meteorologist got death threats because of it. Wow. As if it's her call, even. They did a split screen for 10 minutes so people could see the Masters but not hear it while they tracked a severe storm in the Atlanta area. Oh, they even did a split screen? Yeah. So these people are angry about muted golf? And a tornado <laughs> a tornado did touch down about an hour outside of Atlanta. And she addressed it on the air late, like later that day and said the backlash was disgusting. And I agree. We decided to double box, so split screen, the Masters, and Jennifer and I were here covering the tornadoes. And the feedback that we got, the backlash that we got, the hatred that we got from that, um, from that 10 minutes of being on air to keep people safe was unreal. Um, it was disgusting. We go on TV if there's a tornado warning anywhere in Georgia because it's our duty to keep people safe. Uh, and that's something that we're going to continue to do. We're not going to back down from that. As a news station, it is our duty to do that, to keep our viewers safe. I mean, can you imagine? If you Crazy. knew somebody, let's say Moon, let's say yes. you found out that I was sending this woman death threats. Because I couldn't hear Tiger Woods win. Because there was a freaking tornado in the area. And you found out it was me. Would you look at me differently? Yeah. Yeah, well, of course. 100%. Yeah. Well, I, I would go, that's a, a really, psycho. That's a really big insight to you. And are. a bad person. Mm -hmm. You are a bad person. Yeah. I'd say, it's time for you to pay up that money that you owe me, and uh, maybe we cut ties. Uh-huh. You are a bad person, Tony, if you did that. Yes. <laughs> What kind of a-hole does that? You just you got to be out of that, your mind. Man, come on. For muted golf, it's not like it was a World Series Game 7 or something. Like, I mean, it's, that even would be unacceptable. I but get muted it. golf of all things to be okay with? I get it. It's disappointing. Okay, I get it. You're disappointed. <laughs> but people die because of tornadoes. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you heard. And isn't... I think stations have policies where if there's a tornado watch or warning in the area, they have to do it. I, I was just listening to a clip from a guy, and apparently the same thing happened up at D.C. There was a tornado warning, so they broke into the Masters in D.C. and played this tornado warning. And the meteorologist explained, he's like, that's the way we are FCC licensed, is we have a duty to protect life and property. Yeah. Oh, Michael Wilbon. He's an ESPN guy, right? Correct. Yeah. On, on TV. Channel, he, he tweeted, Channel 9 in D.C., the CBS affiliate, you couldn't wait until Tiger potted out before you took him off the screen for your self-indulgent uh, endless weather interruption? Really? A pox on your producers. Probably some of my dear friends. Oh, and he ended it with an exclamation point. 
Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you said a pox on some of his dear friends because they were uh, trying to warn people what of kind of possible pox? tornado. Admit, Is chicken it chicken? Pox? Turkey? Smallpox. I hope it's not smallpox. Oh, pox. not the small ones. Which, by the way, I'd much rather have the big ones. Which, by the way, the meteorologist who broke into that DC report, his name is Topper Shut. <laughs> what? Her name is Topper Shut. His. Look. Oh, his. Topper Shut. Hilarious. What a name. Clearly, there wow. was something wrong. He doesn't have his jacket on. Uh-huh. I mean, the tie's not loosened. Yeah. No, there was tornado warnings. Like, there right. were sighted tornadoes that had touched down. Oh, that's in... This is in D.C. where they broke in. I asked people oh, give love... me, Go back, go back. Give me, let me some audio on that. Okay. Hold on one second. This is D.C. This is not let the me, one from, let, from let Georgia. Let me make sure all the other audio is People are nuts. Okay, What is ready? going on? <laughs> God. Okay, meteorologist Topper Shot here. Look, Topper we Shot had to go on the air for the tornado warning. It's what we do. It's our policy. It's... One reason we're granted an FCC license to protect life and property. Yeah. I will say this. Had that Masters been live and not a replay, we might have addressed it with a crawl on the lower portion of your screen. Since it was not live and it was in our viewing area, uh, we went on, and our policy is to stay on until the tornado warning has expired or is canceled. And it was canceled about two minutes before it expired. So that's why we did what we did. I'm sorry if you were, I know some folks worked and they came over to watch us uh, it's policy of they course it's policy and wait a second this was a replay i didn't even realize that well this in the will bond situation it was a replay of it oh you know my uh thank god i got to see tiger win before my house blew apart and and four of my kids got got you know tossed into another town because of the because of the f5 that rolled through my neighborhood people are crazy have we all gone mad the risotto show sports possibly one uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by our friends at West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. Tonight, the Blues look to rebound from San Jose's loss to the uh, from San Jose from Sunday's loss to the Jets and take a three to one lead over the Jets in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. After winning two games on the road in Winnipeg, the Blues lost uh, Game Three six to three at Enterprise on Sunday. Tonight, they look to bounce back. Puck drops at eight thirty. You can watch the game on Fox Sports Midwest. Oh man, eight thirty. Boy, skate. <clears throat> 8.30 tonight. Oh, you got to be kidding me. So what, we're what leaving right at 10 and going home and napping so we can stay up. Right? Oh, no, Riz, I bet you watch maybe half a period, one period, and then you're out. I'll, I'll, I'll watch a period. and I, My body cannot, if I'm at, at home in bed watching, I, and my body shuts down. Then why, the why be in bed? Me. Why not go downstairs? I can't lay down and watch it or else I'm, I'll, I'm out. If I sit on the couch yeah, downstairs, I'll stay up. Oh, okay. Okay. Bam. I'm just kidding. Uh, last night around the Can't league. Can't wearing my ACDC shirt. <laughs> last night around the league, the Maple Leafs took a 2-1 series lead after beating the Bruins. Hurricanes destroyed the Capitals 5-0, made that series 2-1 in favor of Washington. Predators took a 2-1 series lead over the Stars, and the Avalanche beat up on the Flames. They lead that series 2-1. Tonight, Columbus has a chance to sweep against Tampa Bay. Crazy. The Islanders can knock out the Penguins. You gotta be kidding me! Crazy. And the Golden Knights have a chance to go up three games to one against the Sharks. I mean, wild, wild scenarios. No, no, the Wild's not. They're involved. not. Yeah, they didn't correct. Make, they didn't make it. Despite the five nothing loss, the Hurricanes. Good news, he has us here. I know. My gosh. The Capitals <laughs> and Hurricanes game did see some pretty crazy fireworks to start things off. A 19-year-old rookie. From Carolina, provoked Alex Ovechkin to a fight. The two exchanged words. The rookie said, let's go, and they dropped the gloves. After getting a few decent shots in, the rookie caught three solid rights from Ovechkin and night-night knocked out cold. Yeah. Laid on the ice for a few minutes and was helped off by trainers <laughs> and did not come back to the game. Videos on the blog. It's insane. You see that, Moon? 
Oh, my gosh. No. He said, sir, do you want to throw hands? Would you like to throw hands? I mean, it, honestly. <laughs> Next thing you know, went, he woke up and he was like, when did I start playing hockey? Ovechkin <laughs> went pop, 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 and the dude went to sleep. I mean, his arms were up. Well, you could see the trainer go, hey, where are you? He said, spaghetti. Oh, jeez. Uh, even though Paul Goldschmidt and Paul DeYoung went back-to-back and had homers, the cards were no uh, could not keep up with the Brewers yesterday and specifically couldn't keep up with Christian Yelich. Dude went off yesterday, hit three home runs, seven RBI in the game. They won 10-7. to Ozuna hit a homer in the Cardinals' loss. Tonight, cards and Brewers again. 6.40 start. Jack Flaherty gets the start. Never have I ever been so upset at a Cardinal game. What happened? <laughs> Uh, Russell Wilson is not only getting paid, but he's going to be staying in Seattle for a few more years. Seahawks paying Wilson a lot of money. Four years, $140 million extension. That includes a $65 million signing bonus. He is the highest paid player in the NFL. He's only 30 years old, contractually obligated to the Seahawks through the 2023 season. And now he's getting $35 million per season. Which is absolutely amazing. And, again, the biggest signing bonus, which is unreal. Uh, also, the deal includes a no-trade clause as well. Ooh, did you see I he just... did the announcement from laying in bed? He was laying in bed. Oh, like yeah. That video. Yeah. He waited until they got married to this young lady to have sex. Isn't it Sierra? I would, Sierra, yeah, I yeah. would still be in bed with her, too. Yeah. yeah. Too. Hey, any I, communication, I'll be in bed for a little while. A handful just, of years. Just saw that knockout. Wowie. Yeah, wowie, yeah. huh? Wowie. Dude's hand even, like, kind of glanced the, uh, the glass visor. And then pops him, and you see where he goes to sleep, and then it's slow motion. He goes down, hits the back of his head on the ice. Well, Ovechkin doesn't fight a lot. He's not a fighter, is he? No, and Ovechkin said, like, hey, this is part of the game. He goes, I didn't want to fight him. He provoked me. He said, let's go. We dropped the gloves, and he goes, I hope he's okay. I don't want to hurt anybody, but it's it's part of the game. It's also very rare a fight in, in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Uh, as had been expected, Duke star player Zion Williamson, he has uh, declared eligible for the NBA draft. He's going to go number one. I mean, pretty much everybody says he's going to Is he to a Missouri guy? One. No. I don't believe no, so. No, but the trivia question will be he was in St. Louis when he declared because he is in St. Louis. Yeah, at least I he saw was a whole last bunch night. of pictures. Yeah, he was at down, I think it's the MAC is where they that's did it, some sort of an award Okay, thing. that's what I saw. He was in town for that. Yeah. I don't think he's a, a Missouri guy. He may be. I don't know. I, I don't think he is. And uh, finally How do you here, his name Z what? Z I O N Williamson. Uh, one day after Tiger Woods won the Masters for his first major in 11 years, making a career comeback from years of personal and health problems, President Trump tweeted yesterday that he will be awarding Woods the Presidential Medal of Freedom. This is the nation's highest honor for a civilian. Some people are not happy about this. Uh, Trump, an avid golfer who has played with Woods, tweeted that he'd spoken to him to congratulate him and said that he told him, quote, uh, I wanted to inform him that because of his incredible success and comeback in sports and most importantly life, I will be presenting him with the Presidential Medal of Freedom. I heard this discussion yesterday on on our uh, sister station, the the ESPN over there. What is more of a comeback if the Blues win the Stanley Cup or Tiger Woods coming back after 14 years and winning it? What's the bigger story? What's the bigger story? What's the bigger comeback? What's obviously in St. Louis, the Blues Blues. would be the bigger story. But overall, if you were a sports guy that lives in New York, what's the bigger story to you? Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. I I would say Tiger Woods. But if you want to talk about what's a better comeback, just looking at it from comeback standpoint, I would say the Blues because the Blues have never been the best. Yeah. Tiger Woods was the best. And I mean the best of the best. Yeah. Also, the Blues were the worst. Yeah. In a single yeah. in a single season. half season, yeah. we were the worst. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. Na- nationally, Tiger obviously, Tiger the Woods is the biggest yeah, story. You're yeah. right. Tiger, Tiger was never the worst. He missed cuts and things yep. like that, but. Right. 
Uh, that's your sports brought to you by Amco Ranger Pest Control, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. I'm Patrico, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Uno Show Headlines. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry Online and NinjaBling.com. So today's headline Who story comes to us from just outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma, where last Tuesday, 27-year-old Tamanda Billings was uh, in a bit of trouble. See, she was... Uh, Desperately trying to escape a pack of zombies that was uh, chasing her. That's where they were. Uh-huh. Tulsa. In her bid to get away, she hopped into a delivery truck parked outside of a Walmart. She was having some issues trying to trying to get the truck in gear. Uh, the driver came running outside going, what are you doing? And this chick was yelling that she needed, uh, she needed his wheels to flee the zombies. Now, cops got to the scene. They had to break the truck windows to get her out. And guys, no, there were not any zombies. <laughs> she did have meth on her, so... Okay. <laughs> that, that explains that. Charged with auto theft, trespass, and receiving stolen property, she was again arrested a couple hours after bonding out for possession of more meth and drug paraphernalia. Great. <laughs> and guys, not her first run-in with the law. Back in 2016... She was arrested for trespassing after claiming that Satan had dropped her off in a neighborhood she was found wandering in. So, there you go. From Tulsa, Oklahoma, to Amanda Billings, you are today's Headline Hit. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, home stretch, folks. So, I don't know if you know who uh, Alex Guarnaschelli is. You have no idea, do you? It's from Branson, right? Is that the spokesperson for Bobali? No, she is like a judge on the, uh, like the Food Network uh, show Chopped. What's her name? Alex Guarnaschelli. Oh yeah, she's awesome. I'm a fan. I am too. Iron Chef. You know why I think I'm such a fan of hers? Because she looks like she could be your sister or your aunt. Yes. She's not like one of these like glamour like, oh you're a model and we're gonna pretend like you can cook. Like this chick gets in the kitchen What's and the does work. Guarnaschelli. 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 Here. G U A R, N A S C H E L L I. I think she does commercials now for uh, like walnuts oh, okay. or something. Yeah, I know who she is. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Tone very appro- uh, approachable. Look, boom, on the screen, that's her. Oh, okay. So she's got this thing that's kind of going viral online now. It's a it's a hack for making perfect bacon. And I tried this over the weekend, by the way. And I'll give it, eh. I mean, I'll try it again. Like, how do you make bacon in the morning? Like, do you put it in the oven or do you do you put it on? If I was just doing top? some for a hand, uh, you know, a couple of people, I would probably just do it on the stovetop. But when I was doing bacon every day at work, I just did it on a tray in the oven. Yeah. I usually do tray in the oven. And I don't know if this is her hack or not. And I don't want to mow your lawn here, but I read a hack about bacon a while ago. Is it, does this have something to do with cold water? Yes. Okay. I've, I've, I saw this online. I tried a while it. Ago. I tried it on Sunday. And? It's okay. Somebody <laughs> told me like it's the only way they should, because it prevents shrinkage, right? Well, it, it it makes the bacon really crispy. Okay, so what's her method? Okay, so here's what she says. She says the secret to making really crispy bacon is to add water when you cook it. Oh, see, this is different than what I read. So make it in a pan on top of the stove, not in the oven. Add about a half an inch of water to the pan first, then add the bacon. Cook the bacon with the water in it 
completely until the all until all the water's evaporated. Once the water's gone, it cooks normally like regular bacon would in the pan until it's as crispy as you as you like it. Hmm. Cooking it in water first helps render the fat, meaning it cooks some of the fat out, but bacon has plenty of fat, so it shouldn't affect the taste that much. Once the excess fat is rendered, it's a lot easier to get bacon to crisp up. So if you hate fatty, stringy bacon, hate it. she says this is the way to make it. And it does. I mean, it's there is no... You know, sometimes you get the the crispy parts, and then you get the like, you take other a bite. There's the a little bit of a. It's like almost yeah. a string, like string there's cheese. None of that. Hmm. And it does reduce the splattering. So you're less. And I I like to cook uh, bacon shirtless. I don't know about that you guys. That is okay. true. I have seen <laughs> that. You're less likely window. to yeah. uh, get hit with little drops of fat when you're cooking it. See, I read online that you're supposed to <laughs> run the bacon under cold water for like. 30 seconds or a minute. Oh, no, I never heard that. And then take it and then put it on. It's supposed to prevent the bacon from shrinking. Oh, no, I never heard that before. Let me see. Let me see if that's But this, for sure, prevents you from getting the, like, the fatty pieces of bacon. Yeah, I hate that. I think I may have gone a little too far with cooking it. Like, as it got some burnt pieces. But it was crispy bacon, Hmm. for sure. Is it worth what you went through? I'm going to try it again. says here, rinse bacon in water before cooking to reduce shrinkage by 50%. And we hate bacon shrinkage. Like, here's the uh, little Instagram post. I start all my bacon by simmering it in a little bit of water and letting all the water cook out, and then the bacon, cook it nice and crispy the way you regularly would, and you'll see an even better result than usual. I'll give it a shot. And and I'll tell you this, and somebody just, just said something, you know, put it in a new wave or put it in an air fryer, something like that, which, I mean, if you want it crispy bacon, an air fryer is a great thing to put it in. However, one thing I've noticed. It's a mess. It's a mess, and they shrink up. You're talking bacon nuggets almost. I mean, it <laughs> yeah, is. It does shrink up a lot. They're tiny. I put a, I put a, cooked a pound of bacon in the air fryer, and I was like, oh, cool. This is a snack. Like, I mean, it was... Almost nothing. Yeah, and then when really? you put it in the air fryer, yeah. you know, all the fat goes through to the bottom, and it's a pain in the ass to clean. In the oven, it's easy. I put, you know, a, a piece of a parchment paper, mm-hmm. and then you just throw the parchment paper out. You don't even need to clean the uh, clean the tray. Nothing gets on it. Simple. From what I understand, you guys at the risotto house, every time you do bake, and you just throw the oven away and get a new one, yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> Instead of cleaning. That's right. We'll get a new oven. <laughs> Uh, Vlasic, the uh, the pickle people, just announced they're coming out with a uh, new uh, pickle chip soon. Uh, these aren't like pickle-flavored potato chips, which have been around forever. These are chips literally made out of uh, vacuum-fried pickles. Whoa. That sounds I'd be willing to give it a shot. Yeah, they well, look delicious. Yeah, now they got the little, um, you know, pickle coins in the bags now. Yep, I love those. Oh, oh those Snap are, or whatever they're yeah, called? Yeah, those are fantastic. Oh, I haven't had those. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have. different company. We we used to have them. They used to the, be uh, in the, the old, old place. They used to make fun oh, of them. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. In the in the in the pickle juice. Yeah, they look ridiculous, okay. but they taste fantastic. Okay, they were they were like regular pickles, just cut up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, the coins. in in the pickle juice, and they're fantastic. By the yep. way, those really are good. amazing. Uh, when you go to like a bar or something, they have fried pickles, mm-hmm. spears or coins. Coins. Coins all day. Yeah, coins all day, coins except for one place. Day. But that I mean, they're just. It's not like they have an option between coins and spears. They just give you the spears, but I really enjoy them. There's a specific place that's really good. Gingham's has good uh, uh, fried spears, but yeah, usually I would go. Coins all day with ranch. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's the way to do it. Pickle chips, by the way, I didn't know those. You just said they've been around forever. I didn't really see those or know those existed yeah, until dill, fairly recently. Dill pickle, dill pickle flavored chips. Oh, dude, they're so good. And my kids love them. I think you're supposed to just put them on top of hamburgers. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I had to make sure. The the, the place was Show Me's. They have the spears that are that are pretty damn good. But I'd much rather have chips. And I think the reason being, A, chips, when they first get set on the table, fried pickles, regardless of where you're at, are 1,000 degrees. With a chip, you could take it in and go, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a spear, you take one bite, and your mouth just immediately is on fire. <laughs> and then, Next and then, thing you know, you got the, the fourth-degree burns on the roof of your mouth. And then you know what else you have to worry about? You take a bite of the spear, and you don't get all the way through. You don't get all the way through the, the, the bottom part, and then you pull it out of the out of the breading, and it droops down, and now your chin's on fire. And now you mm-hmm. got blisters on your chin. Mm-hmm. Get it mm-hmm. together, spears. You know, the problem with launching a uh, new product this time of year, around April, is everybody everybody thinks it's like an April Fool's joke. And this was from like two weeks ago. Uh, the people at Lunchables are rolling out a new product called Brunchables. Hmm. We looked those Basically, up. they're just breakfast sandwiches that come with a muffin. But they teased it on Twitter on April 1st, and uh, the name made people think it was a prank. But it's real. And the official website is brunchablesisreal.com is a thing which may or may not be grammatically correct, but uh, these are uh, coming out sometime soon. I'm going to say I'm going to take a hard pass on these. I mean, first off, like, okay, I get it. That's that's a a real bad picture. But, I mean, I like... Brunchables. I don't know if I like breakfast sausage not cooked. Yeah, you don't heat up... I mean, it is cooked. You don't heat up Lunchables, right? You don't have to. That's their thing. No, they're like. Has anybody ever had the pizza lunch? Yeah, what the hell is that all it's about? It's ridiculously good, and I'm is ashamed it? oh, to say it. It's good yeah, if I, I heat never, it up. I I've can't never eat it cold. Had a lunchable oh, before, and I will never have one. What? You've I've never had a lunchable? Never had a lunchable. Does, a lunchable that really, does that really shock you? I mean, kind of, but like, I mean, I, it, it, it explains to me the person he is today. That I but haven't like, had a lunchable? Yeah, like the things you eat and like how you're kind of a, you are self admitted food snob at times. Well, I mean, there's nothing in there that I would like. Yeah, but I'm you talking about like as a kid. Crackers? You don't I'm like about younger. Cir- circular ham With sphere discs? The Oreo no. desserts? <laughs> what? Do you what like, do you, when it? you go somewhere, do you eat meats and cheeses? It's With like crackers? Ham. Yeah, but I usually they're 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 of of uh of a just say cer- it. of a certain quality. Yeah, so you're a food snob, <laughs> and that's fine. But or, I, I can't hey. believe in your entire life, especially like even as a teen who was no. Boris you know, Head doesn't make Lunchables. Boris had, That's if the Boris problem. Had made yeah. Lunchables, yeah. I would have. From the guy who was living in an apartment that the building leaned up against another building and you, you know slept in a hammock, you would think they ate a Lunchable. You know what it is? Uh, it's bologna. Like, Oscar Mayer bologna, for some reason, ugh. ugh. Oh, same goes for me with, like, Carl Buttig. Ugh. Or that, that kind of stuff. Only because I had it so much as a kid that I've, like, I've, I hit my quota. You know what like I'm saying? Oscar Mayer bologna and like hot dogs. Ugh. Now, one thing I can do. What about spam. I was just going to say one thing I can do that I probably shouldn't is spam. spam I really yeah. like I've, it. I've had spam. Assume, right? uh, oh, yeah. It is. It just tastes like a salt bottle. It I mean, is. You just suck on salt. <laughs> What's horrendous? Spam no, is spam. horrendous. You guys bought me spam and I still have yet to never eat That's it. Right. I've never tried <laughs> it. I've never. Just, right? just, just when it comes out of the. Uh, out of the don't make the noise. I've heard the noise. I don't oh, want you, you know to make what? the I noise. I haven't heard. What is the noise? It's I... like a gel. It's like gelatinous. It's like <laughs> it's like a sucking sound. You guys are the worst. You're, the, you're, po- you're quite possibly the worst. 
like the cranberries out of the can. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But but although meat. I liked, I liked but with meat. I like canned cranberry sauce. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And I like spam. There's something with spam. Like when I have it, it just reminds me of like certain weekends in the summer when my dad would get up and he he was in the army, so he would you know make it sort of. I guess to just throw back to his army days or something. I don't know, but he he was just my dad a part was like of this. that. My dad was like that with uh, hamburger helper. Like when he became a single dad, it was like hamburger helper. That's and then, why, hey, it's chicken hamburger. That's why spam is so huge out. in Hawaii because of uh, soldiers stationed over there during World War II. Yeah, I mean they had spam, and that was yeah. part of uh, you know what you ate if you were in the military. Uh, the, the the family used to live next door to us was Filipino. Apparently, in the Philippines, spam is huge. So if I'd go there for lunch, it was spam for lunch. Hmm. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Because somebody in the somebody in the chat room said at lunch in, in in grade school, everybody sat around the table and all the kids pulled out their lunch boxes and pulled out lunchables and Riz just had spaghetti inside. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> just loose spaghetti. No, I had I I brought sandwiches. Wait, did you say you have had spam? I have had spam, yeah. So when you cooked it, did you have it like on the pan and you like brown the I edges? I didn't make you... it my own. Oh. Like I, I was it like, was it cooked like that or how did you? All do I it? remember is the taste. I like the taste, but, but when you see it, the most unappetizing thing about spam is the picture of the spam on the spam can. You know what it is? It's potted meat. I don't need to okay. know. You have you ever? Yes <laughs> or yes is. or no? Is it a bad? It's, it's over. Potted meat. I'm past it. I think I know the answer. <laughs> have you had a fried bologna sandwich before? Yes. And I don't like bologna. Okay. Fried bologna sandwich. You do fried bologna, a little bit of mayo on it, toast. As a Damn. kid, What's as a up? kid, I would I would have bologna. Not Oscar Mayer, but we'd do Borset. And then I became an adult and stopped eating bologna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it, so it ain't right. I'm going to have a bologna That's sandwich the theory. with a glass of milk right in front of your face. It's the Rizzuto <laughs> Show. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Donnie Fandango. You know, it's uh, it seems about right for a Tuesday that virtually every tweet sent my direction is irritating. You know what I'm saying? No, well, no, no. I saw like, you complaining about traffic on 270. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. And so then, and, and everybody was really cool, except I get this one tweet that says, "That'll teach you to live beyond the inner belt." Okay. Oh, in in response to right. that, right? That tweet. Hmm. Hmm. Beyond the perfect inner belt. house, honey, but it's beyond the inner belt. So I don't know. You know, Don. Nobody, you know, nobody you, lives beyond the inner belt. You know, I'm, uh, I'm doing the best I can over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't you need a license? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got outside well, you the need inner a belt. You I'm need doing a the best I can. I'm just trying to have a house and go to work, man. Uh, that's, you know what? That's it. I was just saying the highway was a bear. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I get it. Ooh. Are you over it? You're over it, right? Oh, You're dude, here. completely. Yeah, dude. House up for sale, moving closer. You know what? It's all uphill from here. Oh, dude, completely. It's been great. Blues game tonight. Oh, boy, I can't wait. A little nervous, but can't wait. And the Cardinals, hey, great crazy thing here real quick. Let's not pitch to Christian Yelich anymore. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Quit hitting his back with the ball. I mean, for real. And that last home run, that thing still hasn't landed yet. Like, that was, was unbelievable. Seven home runs this year, six of them against us. How about that? Man. Sorry, about that? I came in. So, feeling good about tonight's game? Mm -hmm. Confident? You know, man. Yeah. You know, know. <laughs> it's not that I'm not. It's not that I'm not confident. It's I. I am. I am. I am confident that they can win if they play to the best of their ability, which I have not seen them consistently do yet in this series. I kind of feel like, and I'm not saying this ignorantly or anything. I kind of feel like we're a little lucky to be up two to one. 
I, I, I feel because we still haven't played a full a full game yet. If we do that, we will absolutely win. Well, tomorrow. I hope to wake up tomorrow morning, check my phone, and see a, and see a W. Because there's no way I'm staying up for that whole game. How much will you make it through? I'll make it through a period. Okay. I mean, it, I said 8.30, so 8.30 coverage starts. So probably puck drop, 8.40. Right. 8.45. And can you shut her down after one period no matter the score? Oh, yeah. Man, I'm good Because like if that. it's like one goal. Listen, I'll can't. just have myself a Lunchable and just go right there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wash it down with some bologna. Yep. Wash it down with the bologna shake and we are good to go. Oh, let me guess you've never had a Capri Sun either. I've had a Capri oh, Sun. you have? Okay. Yeah. I have. Because, you know, sometimes they come in the uh, Lunchable, so I didn't know. They also sell them separately. Oh, I know. Sure I just didn't do. know if maybe. <laughs> have you they ever done the separately. pizza Lunchable? No, man. It's it's so gross looking, but it's so I, stupid good. I, I it's like not, eating man. clay, to be honest with you. The cheese that, and all that. Why would I eat that? <laughs> Dude, when you have to, like, when you have to. I remember distinctly at the old building where we had our, like, our mart. And I remember one day going and buying a Lunchable because I was that hungry. And I got the cheese out, man. And, like, each piece of cheese was a different color. Like it was, it was, oh, you got the variety pack. It was not the, worst. It was not the way that it's the supposed to be, man. What's great is when the meat in there is white and you're like, is it bad ham or is it a turkey? <laughs> And that's a real thing. It really I mean, that's is, a real yeah. thing. Made with real mystery meat. <laughs> is it hammer it circles? <laughs> is it hammer? You know what? I bet you in a Lunchable, it doesn't make a difference. It probably doesn't. It doesn't make a difference. It's all mechanically separated. Yeah, if, you, if you're if you a kid and you're eating a Lunchable, you're eating it so fast because you're at lunch at school, so you don't taste it. If you're, a do, if you're an adult eating a Lunchable, you're so stupid stoned, you're not going to be able to tell <laughs> if it's ham or turkey anyway. Dude, if you we bought tr- a Lunchable, huh? Dude, if my if my kids, if I would have tried to send my kids to school with a Lunchable, my daughter especially would be like, what is this? What, <laughs> Dan, I mean, I and, like, and my daughter is not spoiled, but she knows... She knows whereas, and would not be happy. Whereas my daughter begs us to buy them. Begs us. But she's still really young, though, man. My she's daughter's seven, like almost 11. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I don't remember eating Lunchables, like craving a Lunchable after the age of like 10. I mean, pretty when soon. When I was in grade school, it was like you'd open it up in the Lunchable, you'd be like, hell yeah. Right, right. But as, as a teen, college student, adult, never once have I gone, I really want a Lunchable. <laughs> now, we've bought them for my daughter. And they've been in the fridge, and I've gone, eh, that's a lunchable. I got to anchor in. We called my, my daughter last night. Uh, so I guess, you know, the kids now, they get accounts, you know, at school for lunch. You, oh, put, money, yeah. you put money in the account. And hey, if you want to buy lunch, you know, today it's pizza day. So, you know, there's money in your account. So uh, my my wife got a low balance. <laughs> yeah, we did that the other day, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'd go on. You know, my wife, you know, for, for four out of the five days a week makes makes lunch for the kids. Right. And you go on the account, and, uh, you know, my son's got, like, most of his money left. And my daughter's, like, d- d- down to, like, $3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what? And you looked back to see what she bought. How many muffins did you buy? <laughs> like, you bought, like, three muffins a day. Yeah, she said, Who muffins on me, everybody. You, you weigh 40 pounds. <laughs> and they're gross muffins, too. Yeah. What are you doing? Burst into tears. Aww. I'm like, if you're going to be a criminal and you're going to try to cheat the system, this is dumb. At least get a butterfinger. You, know, you know you're going to get caught. Dude, in like second grade or third grade, my daughter was buying her friends like bags of chips and ice cream at lunch. So like we would put money in her lunch account and then two days later we would get that alert. And then Mary one day was looking back going, 
Ava, how weary? Where Please tell going? me that you're not eating two bags of Doritos with your lunch and an ice cream cone. And then it was, no, I'm buying it for my friend. And then there were tears. Oh, yeah. And you go, and, and when I empty your lunchbox, I'll go. You didn't eat lunch today? No, I didn't have time. She's busy buying eat stuff. Eat muffins. <laughs> I was full from the muffin. All right, Donnie Fandango is next. What do you got going on? Uh, I've got a bunch, man. We'll talk Cardinals. We'll talk uh, Blues, of course. Little Pumpkins. Little Blink-182 News. And, man, I got a lot of stuff to give away. WWE Live tickets. Foles tickets. Wayback Point Fest tickets. Oh, yeah, we announced that yesterday. And Hives and Refuse tickets as well. So we got a bunch, man. Great. Blog and podcast, real quick, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Am I the Beans? That's the title of the uh, the blog and the podcast. Find out why, by, uh, find out where that is really in the in the show by listening to the podcast on any directory. We got a lot of good news. A Florida man was attacked and killed by his own large exotic bird that he kept as a pet. Uh, a guy with a sweaty tennis racket fetish gets arrested for theft. And if we all peed in the shower, it would save 1.3 trillion gallons of water a year. Find out that with the crap on celebrity mm-hmm. sports and everything else we today 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Thank you, Moon. Uh, tomorrow on the show, our good buddy, haven't seen him in a while, good friend Craig Gass stopping by. Comedian Craig Gass be here. Dude has been all over the world in the last year. Oh, yeah. He was just on tour with, with Shaq. World. Yeah. So I, t- I went to Japan with, with Shaquille O'Neal. Huh. That seems like that'd be a fun when thing the, to do. Uh, when the Cubs won the World Series, you see the pictures of Bill Murray and uh, Eddie Vedder? Yeah. Who's sitting next to him? Craig Gass. Yeah. Uh, like in shame. the stands. I mean, it's I mean, it's cool. He was. I, he's not a Cubs fan. Oh, okay. Well, then that's that's all he's right. He's just a fan of being someplace. That you go, huh? That's Craig Gass. Yeah, you, he's how the guy he that there? you go. How in the hell are you standing on the field in a football game right yeah, now? It's, it's a, a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Oh, that's Craig Gass standing next to who is that? standing next to Bill Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> or Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll from Bill uh, Carroll too. <laughs> Bill Carroll is. is a record guy. I'm dead. Pete Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're done. I there was a different Bill. No, we're done. We're done. It's over. Uh, all right, we uh, we leave you with a selection from our team Riz member of the day. Shout out Blake Walsh one more time. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.